Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Caravan of Gut. No, that's the different thing. It's a different thing. Fucking hell. That was complete. I did not mean that. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, the podcast we do. Mm-hmm, correct. And that's where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That's correct. Because I, I said that, and then I looked at my notes, and I'm like, wait a minute. I've well, got you're, the- <laughs> you're, all, you're all in a tiz because you're on a different computer this week. My computer has had a big breakdown again. <laughs> not because I dropped it this time. Sure. But anyway, it's Nick Mason's here. And Hello. We're going we're gonna to talk about movie news and then cocaine. James, there. I understand... What's, what you're going through because mm, what we also you? well we also do a, a thing with the, with the with the videos and stuff. Oh yeah, you also Caravan of garbage. You, I'm also on that. So yeah, that's would, a good point. And we're <laughs> roughly in the same positions when we record that's that. A good point. If when, anybody could understand my plight, yeah. it's, it's you who literally records everything with me. <laughs> that's right. I guess that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. We need a. We do need a whiteboard. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. You should get. You should get one. But then you have to also put it up. I don't want to do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need. We need a whiteboard mm-hmm. and it needs to have those sticky things where you just pull the, the strips off and then it stickies to a wall. Yeah. And we also need somebody else to order it and deliver it oh, man. And, and install it. But I also don't want to. But wanna... if they're going to install it, we might as well have a proper one. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with anybody also. Exactly right. I want it to just happen. I come in and go, oh, yeah. We want, because a guy will come in. You know, yeah. a guy with a real job. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll yeah. be like, what are you. What's why, this for? What's this for? Why do you have a goat puppet? Yeah. I'm exactly. like, none of your business. Do you have a TV? That doesn't work. <laughs> or do you have this laptop stand that doesn't have anything on it? That's, these are all great questions. Why is the room so blank? <laughs> what do you want? It filled with Funko Pops, Mason? Is that what you want? Yeah. Anyway, here's the news of the week. You can skip ahead to any particular section if you do want. That's right. We're going to talk about more Lord of the Rings. Yes. We're going to talk about the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League video game that has Ooh. the internet in a flurry. Mm. We're going to talk about some... Uh, some a McFlurry. Some, it's being uh, sponsored by McDonald's. Very good. We've got some MC News, including some casting. And That's right. It's MC News. MC News. And then uh, something about why Ant-Man doesn't look as good as other things mm, and the sure, reason sure. behind that. Okay. Is that going to be breaking any ground? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, then James Gunn uh, got some news on his Superman movie. Uh, Shazam's opening weekend, how that's looking. Uh, Aquaman 2 is apparently not looking good, or who knows. And it, maybe it is. A, a, a bizarre quote from that article. I don't know if... if uh... I might not have the exact that. quote. I have some quotes. We'll okay, find out. Right. And then the Flash news is... Flash Do you news have a is, scoop? Is that something? I might, might have a scoop. Somebody sent in a Gmail mm. and uh, it also might, might be legit. A, I might have a little scoop too. But it, it might be legit, but also uh, I'm very easy to trick. Yeah, so and... I've done some due diligence, but it's also very easy to like 
leapfrog my due diligence yeah. with, with basic subterfuge, I think, because yeah. I'm not clever. With the, so. If you don't put a spelling error in it, we'll be like, that's probably that's legit. probably legit, yeah. 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 Uh, and also, or even if not, I'd be like, well, yeah, Andy Machete people, probably would do some spelling mistakes, people I make, guess. People make mistakes. Mistakes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he and he probably does have a large fortune in Nigeria that he has to get out of the country. And all I have to do, yeah, is I have to you know give him some money to pay off the crooked officials, yeah, and then he'll give me forty seven million dollars. <laughs> so it sounds like it sounds legit, right? Yeah. Also, uh, with that scoop in particular, that movie I feel like is going to the Flash mm-hmm. could like change multiple times. That's true, yeah. Oh, maybe it's a lock by now. I don't know. We'll get into it. Anyways, Mason. We'll do what we always do if we get a scoop. Oh, and then Cocaine Bear. Yeah, yeah. We'll do what we always do. We'll get a, If we get a real scoop, we'll crow about it for months and point at it as if it were, you know, a, yeah, re, a real achievement. It. But if it's not, we'll just quietly sweep it under the rug. And nobody say anything. Nobody say anything. Nobody remind us. That's right. Mason, this is via Deadline. Ooh. And they say... More Lord of the Rings. Okay. So here we go. I love like a... I like the tone they took there. That was nice. Yeah. I love the... Uh, Merges and like it's like somebody getting out of bed, yeah, and like they're just sort of resigned to the day. They're like putting on a happy face. They're like, oh, another day off to work. I, I love go. this. That's great. Pretty I'm good. not going to drive my car off a bridge because <laughs> there's more Lord of the Rings. Here we go. Here we go. I also love these like these uh, like merger and acquisition like official mm. press bios that they release because uh-huh. it's just junk with just like jargon in it. Whatever. Right. This one isn't as bad as other ones, but uh-huh. here we go. Following our recent acquisition of Middle Earth Enterprises, yuck! First of all, yeah, yuck. we're thrilled to embark on this new collaborative journey with New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers Pictures, bringing the incomparable world of J.R.R. Tolkien back to the big screen in new and exciting ways. This is uh, Lee Gunchard, from, uh, okay. who's CEO of Freemote, which is part of Embracer Group. I love all these groups. <laughs> I love the. Oh, I love all these content groups. What was the first one called? Middle Earth. Uh, Middle Earth Enterprises. Yeah. Bloody, bloody call it mid enterprises. Whoa! Mm. You're saying anything? That's right. Uh, we understand how chi- enterprises, like the trees. Oh, I thought you meant like the the ship. Oh yeah, that like if you have multiple sure, enterprises. Also that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Find a cross promotional opportunity. Sure, I will. Picard, uh, we, Picard season four. Oh, I've ended up on the Middle Earth. We've ended up on the Middle Earth planet. <laughs> Am I in these movies? No. Oh, <laughs> just shut up and read the lines. We understand how cherished these works are and working together with our partners at New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers Pictures, we plan to honour the past, look to the future and adhere to the, st- the strongest level of quality and production values. Now, basically what this means mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is more Lord of the Rings movies, mm. uh, but we don't know what that looks like. I don't think some people have said, like, are they going to redo the original ones? Is it going to be the Silmarillion? Maybe, but I don't mm. think they're going to redo the original ones. If anything, they're going to try and make a version of that. Mm. They're going to somehow try. I mean, they, mm. they, they've done that before, yeah, and yeah. they're doing it on TV at the moment. That's right. But uh, that's a hard task mm. to master, Mason. Yeah. The, the, pre- the press release says, and maybe we'll even do a Lord of the Rings television show. Sorry, I'm just getting something through. <laughs> oh, there's been one? It's been and gone. No. It cost a billion dollars, you said. <laughs> we spent a billion dollars on it. Someone did. What's happening? Well, Everyone's already forgotten it. You say that. All people remember is the title sequence. <laughs> well, they made it for real or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. All people remember is that weird that weird fly through the cast thing. That Ooh, I lo- Oh, yeah. that where it looks like a 90s sitcom yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah. You're well, saying we spent a billion dollars and that's all people remember. <laughs> <laughs> that Entertainment Weekly little video clip. Okay, terrific. So that, I've actually got a note here specifically for it. That is a separate deal, uh, yes. which is a 
when Amazon paid $250 million in 2018 in order to make five seasons of its Lord of the Rings series, The Rings of Power. It's Lord of the Rings, the series. <laughs> yeah. That one's, yeah, I think they're doing a billion a season or mm. whatever. whatever. So they pay for the rights and they're putting right, additional, right, right. additional money into it. Now, look, most people, maybe not most, but a lot of people like hate that show. I watched it. I'm like, oh, it, was, it, was, it was all right. I, was mm. pretty, I, I enjoyed some of that. Uh, but, but that's, you know, it's, they also put a billion dollars into mm. it. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And if people are like, I like Lord of the Rings, should I watch it? Yeah, maybe. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. It, here's something interesting, though, Mason. Peter Jackson and his writing partners, Fran Walsh and Philippa Boyens, they have been kept in the loop, apparently, on these Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that means Peter Jackson is going to be involved. If I was him, I wouldn't, because those movies nearly killed him twice. Yeah. Two different times. But, you know, I'm sure they... That, that's like being like, well, we're using George Lucas's outline to make a new Star Wars or whatever. You know, mm. it's, you, want, you want to get those names on board, you know? You want to get mm. some, some of those producer credits and et yeah, cetera. Yeah, yeah. Also, I read recently um, uh, he's worth a billion dollars now. Yes. Pretty good. It's, that is pretty yeah. good. Pretty good for a plucky lad from New Zealand, eh? Mm. Not bad. I think that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, he nearly died making those movies and he broke label laws. Why that's not? True. Speaking yeah, but we've of, nearly died doing this podcast. Where's our true. billion dollars? I almost spoke earlier. Remember mm. that? That was crazy. That's, yeah. Embar- you nearly died of embarrassment. Now, Mason, you love and remember Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I was going to say. I was going to say. Um, I'm, I've just been thinking of potential like ideas for Lord of the Rings. That was my question. Yeah, what, yeah. what about this appeals to you and what would you like to say? Well, I've written, I haven't written here, but I've thought it in my brain. I've okay. written it in my brain. Uh, a threes company style sitcom called Nine Mortal Men Doomed to Die. Okay. Pretty fun, With the right? rings and the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they yeah, become yeah. ring rates. Yeah. Interesting. Three ring, About three rings for the Elven Kings under the sky. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you'd, you'd follow that. Yeah. I mean, they're doing that in the series, though, Ooh, in the Amazon series yeah, at the yes. moment. Yeah. But yours would be funny? Mine would be funny. <laughs> It'd just be in like a regular sitcom house from the 70s. Okay, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I love that. I think that Aragorn would be... has to pretend to be gay so he can live with the other two women. Classic. Right? Very true to the character. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's really fun. Um, I mean, do you think they're going to do like – it's like because they've talked about – Bombadil. Well, that Bombadil like, the series. Are they going to do like Gandalf's side quest? Are they going to do like Aragorn's reign as king? Mm. Are they going to do that? Was I talked about in a video. Like, there's Tolkien started to write a sequel, okay. and then went, "I hate them." No. So Tolkien's son is Christopher Tolkien, right? He's also dead. Yeah. He's okay. So what are the grandkids up to? Is the question I, I have no idea. Okay. Christopher Tolkien was mainly like compiling and editing works of his father. Yeah, like incomplete manuscripts and things. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay, yeah, right. I mean, he he was also a writer in himself, but it was right. mostly yeah doing a lot of that. It's of interesting stuff. we haven't seen like the grandkids emerge as like yeah, but content, how much talent? Creators. How far does it get? You know, probably not that far. But it's but I'm, yeah. All I'm saying is it wouldn't stop him. No, you're probably right. Mm. What's an example of that? Gregory Peck's grandson, okay. Ethan Peck. Is that his name? Maybe. He's yeah, Spock. Yeah. He is, yeah, it is Ethan Peck. There you yeah, go. There's yeah, a perfect yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's probably others. Frank Herbert's son, other Herbert. He made other Harry Herbert. books. Harry Herbert. Yeah. Harry and the Herberts. Harry. That's right, yes. Okay, yeah, great. Mm. Um, what kind of New Zealand labour laws do you think Warner Brothers are likely to shout all this of time them, around? I think, yeah? All of them. The, the, ones the rest of the ones. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. part of that press release. It says, yeah, we're going to break the rest of New Zealand's labour laws. Now, do you think this is like an MC, like, youifying thing where we get one to two movies a year in, you know, various incarnations? Or do you think they're looking to do, like, a trilogy 
and then a different trilogy, or the, is it like cycle spin-offs? It must prequels, be a trilogy thing. Connected. I think they Star Wars. Despite, you know, like the Mandalorian. Yeah, and despite whatever, the fact connected. that the Hobbit trilogy didn't do very well, I think they. I mean, it did monetarily. Well, like, yeah, okay, did, but yeah. yeah, but critically not so much. Yeah. I think they're probably in their heads. They're like, people want trilogies. Yeah, we're going to bust out a bunch of trilogies. Actually, I think that would probably be initially at least the smartest thing to do because I think we're when people are noticing that like if you throw everything like Star Wars and whatever, because they tried that. They were like, well, we'll do the mainline Star Wars movies and then we'll also make like standalone ones mm. and that fell apart fairly quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're doing all of that stuff on television and the movies will come back presumably in the next three to four years. I don't yeah, know. Right. And, you know, the MCU model of like doing two to three a year, it's like it's Lord of the Rings. It's not the same. I think you need to make mm. epic, big, sweeping sagas. I think. As opposed to like, I don't, you can watch this one and mm. we're leading up to – but the, here's the thing uh, also. Lord of the Rings Avengers style. Nothing is off the table though. Like, I but, agree with based that. Based on what you've said there, of course they want to, they, everybody wants an MCU still. Yeah. They've, you know, dis, despite the fact that there are, you know, there's, there's, there's backlash and backlash to the backlash, but that's yeah. get, that gets people talking. That's right. And look, if they, if they ever, everything's been put up on the whiteboard because they have a whiteboard. Oh, imagine if we had a whiteboard. Have a Who's whiteboard? that whiteboard guy? Right? Yeah. Good flight out of the whiteboard guy. expensive. But, but I'm sure they're like, okay, we'll do trilogies. We'll yeah. Do, we'll do one for kids. We'll do, like, we'll do a, we'll do a Mando style series that's just yeah. Monster of the Week, which well, is a wandering. Well, this is strictly movies. Because right, yeah. uh, it's not part of that deal, or maybe it is. Maybe I don't. It, yeah, I don't know. Right, right. I don't know. Well, they've got HBO Max, so Warner Brothers owns. I don't know who owns anything yeah, anymore. I don't exactly. God, <laughs> Embracer Group. Yeah, Middle right? Earth Enterprises. Oh, we've talked about Embracer Group before, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like we have talked about, you know, Star Wars. It's of varying quality depending on who you are, but it's yeah. also. Different market sectors. You yes. know, you cannot be expected to love everything. And they're like, okay, well, people, you know, people who want a, a adventure of the week, they like Mando and people yeah. who want a good one, they want Andor and so forth. Yeah. Mm. I think the problem with this is also they have Mind of Moria, thank you, mm. um, the main source materials that people know. I know you'd mentioned like the Silmarillion and whatever, and there are mm. other writings that people know. Mm. Like I, I won't name them. I could. Oh, I yeah, choose yeah. not sure, to. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but they've mined the core yes. idea. Mm. So a lot of the stuff that they'll have to end up doing is based loosely on something or completely off book. Yes. And either way. That's why I asked about the kids. Yeah. Because I wonder if, I, I, I feel like there's certain creators where they go, okay, well, the the son was heavily involved in the creation of this. And so if they write a new thing, it's like, well, it's considered canon. Yeah. But, it's, but like at a certain point it gets diluted where you go, well, just because the grandkids wrote this Sherlock Holmes story or whatever, doesn't mean it's yes. canonical, obviously. But so... Because how far does the juice go? How far does the juice go is a great <laughs> question. That's on the whiteboard. How far does the juice go? <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, you look do, at... Do you, get a, do you get a Tolkien kid and yeah. just get him to endorse a thing that got ghost-ridden? Yeah. And but I don't, go, think well, that, this is I don't think that counts no, for I think, shit. Then. I, like, people don't absolutely care. Right. But I mean, that's also the thing. If you just say these are just for huge Tolkien fans. Well, there's not that many no. of them compared to the general. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if they said, okay, well, it's Gary Tolkien's mm. new series of, of books and they get somebody else to write them, I think some people would go, well, obviously this is a shameless cash grab or whatever, but other people would be like, ooh, elves. Elves and whatever. Yeah, right? Yeah, because if you look at like there's a lot of people that, you know, don't, like the sequel trilogy for a number of reasons, but it might be because they're not what George Lucas would have wouldn't have would have done. Uh-huh. So that doesn't count as like yeah, real right. Star Wars. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we're 
where it's, we're sitting yeah. in here as well. Well, and also sort of the MCU is sort of that middle ground yeah. where a lot of it is based on the comic books, mm. but oftentimes very loosely based and there are there are new there there are MCU storylines that are that are so loosely based they are basically new and yeah it's just a name yeah so this that's the test bed and obviously here they've gone well you know yeah what if we just come on come on guys just, just watch think, some new stuff for us do you come think on. they're going to go to cast members old cast members like Christopher Lee Maybe not him necessarily. Ask his blessing. Maybe somebody else who's alive mm, okay. uh, potentially. Mm. You know, do you do like I mentioned, like the like Aragon's reign for a bit? You sure. Know? Yeah. And maybe yeah. what happened in Hobbiton because there were various battles and whatever that oh. happened post Lord of the Rings. So my brother tells me, oh, he's a, you're the one you don't like. Yeah, that's he's what a I big Lord of the Rings yeah, nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just unbearable, <laughs> Mason. And uh, and that's me saying that. And I have to hang out with him. Yeah. Well, considering. <laughs> None of this is costing me any money personally. You're not part of Embracer Group? I'm not part of Embracer Group, that I know about. Yeah. Although maybe this podcast will be acquired and we will both <laughs> become part of Embracer Group. Um, <laughs> what can we get for this? Nothing. Not that much. Nothing. We'll have to work harder I'll for do, less I'll probably. I'll whiteboard. Give me the whiteboard. Uh, yeah. So what you say? You don't care is what you're saying? I don't care what they do. With yeah. it. I think I would love to see just some people taking a shot. I mean, get who who's doing... I was going to say George R. R. Martin, yeah. but he'll never finish his own books. He's not going to – he's done with those. <laughs> Do you those. think maybe they missed a trick in continuing Lord of the Rings after Tolkien died in other ways? Because a lot of it is just manuscripts and whatever. Mm-hmm, sure. But if you actually continued the story with the characters, with other writers, including his son, I think people might be more receptive to it now. Not because necessarily they're good, yeah, yeah. but because th- they have happened. Yeah. This is, I feel like, maybe – this is like for fans of Watchmen – Getting people, we need somebody to step up and have the balls, James. And, and like put their face and name yeah, to it. Yeah, the gumption. Yeah. We need like a huge name, like a George R. R. Martins, yeah. but somebody who will actually follow through and finish something. J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams could yeah, be like, I'm going to write a new Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the treasure chest? We don't know. We don't, well, I don't you know. Think, I'm leaving. You figure I'm, it out. I'm, thank you. I'll take this. $500 million and I'm leaving. That was in my treasure chest. Anyway, see you later. Anyway, it's glowing or something. You yeah, do something with that. Figure that out. Yeah. It's glowing like another thing that glows. That Probably might... a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. could be. It doesn't have to that's be. A little dragon. That's my idea. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that doesn't have to yeah. be. I'm not married to it. Yeah. I reckon you get somebody You get somebody big in the fantasy novel world Yeah. who is maybe. But you need someone also who's like. Like feel more television, I I reckon. Oh, that's as well. true. Yeah, you know, get the guy whoever directed Dungeons and Dragons, the new Dungeons and Dragons. You get him in. JJ Abrams actually. Get him in. <laughs> you did a pretty good job. You could say. I don't know who directed that. No one does. Yeah, no one does. I think it's someone comedic from memory. Anyway, while this is all happening, also Warner Brothers are suing Paramount over its five hundred million license, five hundred million licensing deal that they have with South Park or something. I had that here. Yeah, somebody put crazy. streaming. In. Oh yeah, you didn't do one bit of news last week, Mason. Well, I like to think that that's I, in, one for me. In a lot of, in a lot of, um, that's small, one. In a lot of, small, put it on the whiteboard. In a lot oh. of smaller, large ways, I like to think that I contributed to that episode in a great way. That means that in, in a lot of ways is, is is you know equal or surpasses one bit of news. Abstract, but also, but abstract also, thought is not valid. But also, I knew that I didn't, and I just, I just couldn't be bothered <laughs> that week. So you kept one. Ooh, I you're, have to get you three two more you're, times. Yeah, so. you're one third of the way to uh, to getting another veto, of which you still have three. That's true. Wow. So yeah. anytime you want to stop the fun, 
Anytime you want to be a big killjoy. I do like stopping fun. Yeah, it's true. I just want to stop the most fun, though. That's right. This isn't a way to having the most fun. I think you should develop a catchphrase for stopping the fun. Okay. You know. Stop the fun, I'll say. No, I don't like that. It should okay. be better. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Warner Brothers Discoveries, which is fascinating. It is fascinating. It is. So Warner Brothers Discovery has filed a lawsuit against Paramount Global, who are probably part of Embracer Group. No, um, probably not. Probably not. Alleging that the latter company, Paramount Global, backed out of certain parts of their $500 million licensing deal for the streaming rights to South Park. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So that was because they'd made some direct-to-streaming movies. They can't say movies. Production? No, you can say events. Events. They're they're not allowed to say movies because their contract stipulated they couldn't produce any movies. Long episodes of a show. They couldn't say specials either. Because they'd already made a couple that were called specials, so yeah. they, have to, they have to call them events now. God. Pretty good, right? I mean, it's – what are we doing? I don't know, but also it's, <laughs> it's – there's enough South Park. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. They, so clearly somebody's gone – clearly somebody at Paramount has gone, we need to spend $500 million on this. We need to have this because we think we'll spend $500 million and we'll get more – even though people can just watch it on another streaming service yeah. probably or have most of them on DVD or whatever. South Park fans seem like the type who would have everything on DVD. Oh, uh, you're absolutely right, yeah. And they look at them and they go, that's great comedy. That's very – I see both sides. <laughs> yeah, that's Which right. is me. That, I have all the DVDs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love looking at both sides and going, well, everyone can be valid, <laughs> but I think. Anyway, who will win? But don't even worry about it, you know. Also don't ultimately, worry about ultimately, it. Ultimately, you know, it's just why can't, why, can, why can't people just sit around and talk about the issues anymore, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Why can't they just do that? Ultimately, do you feel like as a result of this, who cares? Yeah, I do, which is the very ethos of South Park. <laughs> exactly. And the fact that there's $500 million. They were also on the list, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, of this this list of people who are worth Oh, okay, yeah, I saw yeah. an infographic. I, I say a list, one, it was yeah. an infographic, and they were, they were, one of them was worth like $750 million. Yeah, one's, one's got worth $500 more. million. Dollars. Did they both do the Book of Mormon or did one of them do it? Is that how that works? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. it's, maybe, it's somebody's base, maybe somebody saved their basketball money. Maybe somebody did save their basketball <laughs> maybe somebody, and or orgasmo money. Maybe, yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. Maybe maybe one of them got a little got a little back end for um, – Tim America World Police. I was going to say for for real Big Fish's cover of Take On Me, which I think is in basketball. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Mason, yes. this week we saw more of Suicide Squad Kills the Justice mm. League, which is Rocksteady's new video game. So they created the first three, three Arkham games, yeah. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. They didn't make Arkham Origins. Or the last thing that Gotham happened. Gotham Knights. Yeah. So this is set, Kill the Justice League is set in the continuity of their Arkham trilogy. Knight. So it's and it's set five years later. Eight years later. No, sorry, yeah, right, sorry. But it took <laughs> eight years in development. Mm. Now I love the idea of this where you are members of the Suicide Squad mm. and you have to take on the Justice League. Using all their signature weapons, all their various That drink is so loud. I know, and it's just been fizzing <laughs> for ages. Did you is this a poison drink? Did you hand me a poison drink? I, look, extra that, fizz. One of our drinks has poison in it, but I cannot remember which one for the okay. life of me, basically. But do you think it's, it's the it's one? Do you think one. it's the one that's that's uh, carbonated regularly, or this one that will not stop fizzing? <laughs> Put it up to the microphone. It's, it's a weird noise, it's an too. Intense fizz. <laughs> I like how it's you like, put. I like how you put it behind the pop filter. Oh, well, it's a soda pop, James. Very good. Mm. Anyway, Whoa, what a world. It's getting. It's getting. It's, it's filling getting up more. I don't understand. Why are you drinking it? Oh, probably because of the poison. Because of the poison, and it's yeah. They're not normally that fizzy. No. That's really weird. Anyways, here's the thing about this. Anyway, I was going to say this. With all their signature weapons. You're going to use. You're going to use Captain Boomerang's classic boomerangs, aren't you, James? 
Yes. No, he's just got a gun. They've all just got They've guns. They've all just got... Well, he also has... And they also have modes of traversal. Yes, like Gotham Knights. But it's like it's swinging or you throw your boomerang and then you zip to it or you whatever the other two do. Yeah, so Captain Boomerang has a speed force gauntlet. Yeah. He takes it off a wall in a trophy room or something like that. That's so distracting. It's very That's distracting. so loud, Mason. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if anybody could even hear it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, look, there is, there is... Look, one thing I'll say... There is some precedent for Captain Boomerang because Captain Boomerang oh, obviously is a flash rogue. I don't mind the specifics. And, of and his son, I think, has super speed powers in addition to having Boomerang. So right. in this continuity, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Give them. They all need. Otherwise, they're just they're going to get killed immediately. Otherwise, at the very least, Harley, Deadshot, and Captain Boomerang are just people walking around a big city because they've got no other way to yes. get around. But so yeah, and so Harley has a grappling hook, and Deadshot has a jetpack. Yeah, and King Shark has just got something. One of them floats. Yeah, One, yeah, 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 whatever. But here's the thing, right? It just it looks like a I'm looter take a sip shooter. Of this and maybe it'll maybe it'll see what happens. Still going. What's hap- What is happening? I don't know. I'm gonna take a sip and see if it disables it or if I die. But like, why put in <laughs> why put in four characters where they seem to? It's mostly like brawling and shooting, right? Sure. And I know the traversal looks it's destiny. Different. It's the yeah, game destiny. That's the thing. It looks like a looter shooter. And now, here's some other information about it. Mm-hmm. It's got and you can tell. That the plan for this was like five or six years ago at the minimum. It's uh-huh. been eight years right. because a lot of this stuff, like brands, are moving away from, like Embracer Group, probably. Oh, yeah, probably Embracer. It's got six different in-game currencies. Missions could be played as single player, but there's also a built-in co-op. There's battle passes with cosmetic items. You have to be online to play. So all this is going away. See, I'm I'm perpetually several years behind. As as you know, James, the last game I played was a point-and-click adventure where you play a Victorian lady who. <laughs> who wears trousers. Yes. So it was excavating a, a, a barrow. Yeah. So uh, I'm not up to None date. None of this No. So this is, But I, I, I do know there's been a huge backlash against loot boxes yeah, and, well, there's and that a, sort of stuff. There's so. a finite amount of time that people have. What? And these ones are like stuff like James, this. small existential crisis. But I was going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you're into... You think this will help me live forever? Yes. It's perpetually fizzing drink? Well, in a way you'll be remembered uh, as the guy who <laughs> drank a drink he shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, you either you, you might be playing a Destiny or a Fortnite or mm. various ver- versions of COD or whatever the fuck people are playing. I don't, <laughs> sure, I don't yeah. know. Fall Guys? What are they doing? Yeah, we're all playing Fall Guys. That's yeah. Right. And also Rocksteady are committed to supporting the game far after launch with new characters, missions, and weapons. And here's the thing. We just fucking did this with, with the Avengers. Knights? Oh, okay. And right. Gotham Knights, yes. Yeah. Two examples. And, okay, this... Those sh- characters also had different ways of traversing the city, if you recall. That's true. How is there... And, look, to be fair, it looks better than the Avengers. And I like this, like, any... Metropolis ev- looks amazing. Yeah, and every cut scene I see, great. Love yeah. the story, love the interaction, love the, the idea of good, this. Yeah. Voice acting is great. All of that I'm, I'm on board with. And this is obviously a game built around... Being constantly online, getting money out of people, grinding, online currencies, just keep going and going and going Excavating a barrow in the Victorian era. Wearing a pant. Going on a big train. (laughs) Going to a town and they're like, we're like strangers around here, darling. I mean, if you look, look, I I'm not I didn't buy the new Harry Potter game. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. Um, It sold well anyway. Like it sold like sold like twelve million copies. Because that's not an online forever. People want to mm. walk around Hogwarts and speak to a fucking book or whatever the fuck people do in that. That to me is exhausting. I don't want to touch mm. that regardless, right? right? But, and even look at Guardians of the Galaxy. They put all their Guardians in, but you play as one and you control the others mm. and you go through a single-player narrative. 
right? Mm. That to me makes sense. This is ridiculous. You've spent eight fucking years. You just make a Superman game. Well, People only want to play Superman. Why the fuck would you make this? Well, we've we talked about this off air. Rumors are swirling, and and by that I mean I saw a few tweets that suggested. Maybe the reason this took so long is because they had to reverse engineer the Superman game they'd been working on for many years. They like took Metropolis the, and yeah, they they <laughs> maybe. You know, they there were there were a lot of you know the, there was a lot of talk about like your yeah, next one's a Superman. Game. Maybe it Don't was even worry about Superman it. kills the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you fly around the city and go, <laughs> that was great. Amanda Waller hands him that little iPad at the start <laughs> of the game, and you just tap. You tap a half a dozen buttons and everybody's heads pop off. Like I, I, I like again. I don't. It, the concept of this yeah. is interesting, but mm. I, I'm not gonna get this. Right. I mean, even if they're like, it's amazing, I'm still not gonna get it because online connectivity, coins, and like yeah, upgrading like constantly, I like it. downloads, and they're like, we'll support this forever. I don't want to play it forever. I want to play it for ten to twelve hours max, and mm. then never look at it again. Yeah, I want, that's how I. I wanted a yeah, exactly that. I wanted a. Like I wanted, like, and that's the thing because I was relying on Rocksteady providing what they did for the previous games, yeah, or maybe even a return to the first yes. Arkham Asylum, where it's like it's a very much it's a it's a big Batman adventure, it's a big mm. Suicide Squad adventure where it's it's very much written and on rails, and but it's not even on like rails because it's like. But yeah, well, that's one thing. And you saw this happening with the the last game. Like by the end, there was like hidden endings if you got all the whatever and you can upgrade mm. your armor for, and there's various incarnations you can buy at the start with DLCs and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like they were leaning this way. And I, I don't, I'm not even saying this is absolutely, this is absolutely not the fault of people, the people who made this game. These are directives, obviously, mm. that you have to choke a game with this shit. Yeah, we or you did five years ago. We did five years ago. And now it's yeah. too late to take it out, I guess. I mean, at least we're getting that Wonder Woman game. We're getting an Wonder Woman game, which also has the um, you know, that orc upgrade system from Shadow of Mordor. Oh, where, where you, you get Nemesis ne- and all that because they right. own it. Oh. Ne- the Nemesis system is right. whoever made that game. You Wonder stood up Steve Trevor on a date. <laughs> he's your nemesis now, <laughs> but he's just a regular guy. So whatever. Yeah, you can stand him up again or kill him. That's yeah. up to you. So at least we're getting that. But, like, I think we're, we're at the point where somebody can make a Superman game, right? Yeah. It can, it can be done. Yes. And every now and then, like, every few months, like, a someone makes, like, a concept in Unreal Engine where it's Superman flying around the city and everyone goes, that would be cool. Someone should do that. Mm. And they never do. They never do, yeah. Somebody should fucking figure that out. And see, that's the thing. Speaking of Superman, I was very excited. How are the Suicide Squad going to defeat Superman in this Shooting game? and... Punching, shooting, and punching is the answer. But as I was alluding to earlier, James, Captain Boomerang doesn't have a boomerang. I mean, he's holding a boomerang. That's cool. He's got boomerangs on his suit, but he's just using guns. Yeah, but they're you know a variety of incredible guns. Do you think maybe this game started yes. as a Captain Boomerang navigates Metropolis, mm. and then it, it then it blew out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think yeah, that's yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah. And they took his boomerang away, maybe, yeah. or just a, a, a Metropolis gun merchant. Yeah, you know, just uh, you know fires a series of guns, just shows them off, and then they're like, should we add some skins to this? Make that Captain Boomerang? Sure. Do you remember, like, uh, I wouldn't say that, like, the strength of the Arkham games were necessarily, like, the boss battles, but Uh there were a lot of, like, interesting ways that you could approach certain ones, like Mr. Freeze or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you fight Killer Croc in the sewer and stuff like that. You could easily build, like... Boss battles around it, around these guys. Are they not doing that? Down. But it seems as if you just you're in, you're in an arena and maybe you shoot them. 
But I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe it is. But I just also I look at this and I'm like, I've played this. Sure. I've played so many games or avoided games that sure. is just this. Uh-huh. And it's just really depressing. Mm. That, that you are shooting. <laughs> you do seem to be shooting a lot of glowing weak spots in that. Trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, that's the thing. We we don't really. I mean, thus far, I don't recall there being any gameplay footage of here's how you here's the situation in which you that are is, fighting the flash. True. So I don't that know. Is... Maybe the maybe the draw for some a lot of people will be. Okay, you, do, you don't have to really up, you know, it, it might be one of those games where, like, you don't have to upgrade your gear and all do this sort of stuff. It's like you can just follow the storyline and get to the, maybe it's an interesting arena. If you're online. If you're online. <laughs> maybe it is an interesting arena. That's on the back of the box. I don't know, you follow the story, maybe there's an interesting arena. You tell us. Should we move it along, though? Let's move it along. This is by a deadline. Apparently, Stephen, uh, Stephen Yun has joined the MCU, probably. Ooh. And he's, uh, MC Yun. he's yeah, that's good. Thank He's you. Glenn from The Walking Dead. He's also a talented filmmaker in his own right. He's made a lot of, lot of really interesting stuff. The best thing that happened to that guy's career was that they bashed his head in in The Walking Dead and he got, got to make other stuff. Spoiler alert from that thing that happened oh. six years ago. Wow. Now, I've, I've got a potential scoop here from someone who's been fairly reliable in the past. It's, I spoke to somebody uh, at Marvel who said, um, not like a higher up necessarily, uh-huh, uh-huh, said, uh-huh. and this is the quote that they sent me, we don't even know who he's playing, but my guess is Sentry since there's been whispers of that casting circulating a bit. So he's going to be in the Thunderbolts as Sentry, potentially. I say that with the very loosest, like that. that's what somebody's telling me who heard from somebody else. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, He'd be right. a good Sentry or okay. a bad Sentry. Right. But probably a good Sentry, mate. A good Sentry. Yeah. Mm. And he can be quite sort of, you know, I think the idea behind the sentry is like when he's in sort of human form, he's fairly unassuming kind of thing. Yeah. He's just a regular guy down in the dumps, you know. Having a good old time. Yeah. Great stuff, Mason. Right. Speaking of the MCU, this is via Vulture. Uh, so some insider VFX artists have opened up about their work on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm. And this is what they said anonymously. Don't tell anybody, oh. though. Wakanda Forever took precedent. It felt like the higher-ups and supervisors' role were shifted around to put that on their plates and there was a smaller team working on Ant-Man. It was on the back burner, less of a pressing thing. Maybe the director had an idea of what he wanted, but he wasn't 100% clear. We had a rough environment that we were sticking to, that we were sticking a few main characters in. At the time, we were told where the characters should be in that environment. We were just going with what felt right. Okay. And uh, there were certain times, certainly times in Ant-Man where it's like, where's this? What are yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spills. Weird and disconnected from whatever was previously well, happening. Also, maybe? a clip that's been going around uh, the last couple of days on Twitter. And is you it might Modoc's said, butt? It's not Modoc's little butt, although it is being censored apparently in some in some <sighs> in some uh, regions and markets. Mm. I mean, that region is certainly being censored. Yeah, sure, his little butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's that clip from the end of Captain America: The First Avenger, where he wakes up the post credits, where he wakes up in what he thinks is still the forties, and then mm-hmm. it turns into you know he's, he's actually in the present day. Yeah. Um, but it's been pointed out, I think, that he's actually interacting with real things in a room. And it is interesting when somebody's in a room. It's interesting. It? He's in a room and he's picking things up and he's, you know, yeah. touching the radio and whatever. But it seems like one of the things that leads to this sort of persistent unreality in some of these modern mm. Marvel things is nobody picks anything up anymore. Like yes. nobody like picks up a coffee cup because there isn't one. Yeah, like you're near things. Yeah. But beyond that. Yeah, yeah. You know? You're not kicking up any dust when you run because yes. there's no dust. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I yeah. completely agree with that. Yeah. God, just to watch a movie where Captain America's in a room just picking oh things up. Oh, my God, you know. He's <laughs> listening to a ball game. Yeah. You know? I mean, how – I don't know. <laughs> but also, like, 
if you're going with scope and scale, mm. what do you put in the quantum realm to pick up? I mean, anything. Sure. It could literally be like a junkyard for things that have shrunk. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, they, I they pick up some cocktails at one point in the... in the. In yeah, the they made a bar. Quantum realm bar. Whatever. But were they real drinks? I Michael Douglas remember. put his hands in some goo. He did, put his or hands he didn't. In, or he didn't, maybe. <laughs> he probably <laughs> didn't. Mm. Yeah, I also think, like, if you look at these two movies... Mm-hmm. And like, I did. Like, Wakanda Forever clearly had... I don't know whether it's even artistic direction, but that has a feel and a look about it. Mm. I mean, I didn't love all the underwater stuff. I was like, wow, look at this murky as shit city. But, um... You felt like like the the Hey, this is this is Atlantis' tidiest city. We get the tidiest city award <laughs> in twenty fifteen. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, it's on the it's on the sign. That's great. Yeah. But like, you know, all the aesthetic of I mean blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all the aesthetic of Wakanda and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like it did feel like real streets and whatever. Yep. And there's you see water like flowing Ooh, into it. Not and, bad. And paint and clothing and all of these kinds of sure. things. And whereas this one didn't didn't feel like any of that. It was like people standing in a void wearing a cloak and being like, where are we? We're in the quantum realm. Anyway, I thought it was all right. (laughs) And I I stand by that, Mason. I know like people have talked about the decline of the MCU and whatever, but I think it's only going to take like one or two movies, maybe even just one. People go, I love this, it's back. And it it could very well just be Guardians. Yeah, could be. Yeah, Yeah. you know. It could be a surprising new one. It could be a surprising new one. But I don't like surprises. I want it to be a thing I've already seen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, this. I think there's been moments like I think Werewolf by Night to me was like, yeah, oh, totally. This, this is reinvigorating. This is. I liked a lot of Spider Man. I liked Shang Chi. I liked Loki. I liked WandaVision. Mm. Um, you liked Thor: Love and Thunder. I didn't. I hated that movie. <laughs> Awful. Worst thing they've ever done. What <laughs> about that? No, it is. Uh, here's some DC news, Mason. Oh, now James Gunn has revealed that he was hired to write Superman Legacy six months ago. This would have been before the release of Black Adam. Now I feel like. Uh, yeah, so they they probably asked him, what do you want to do? And he said, because he had pretty much had carte blanche to yes. make whatever he want, wanted, and he chose, you know, Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, and Superman, it seems. But I think if Black Adam had have made, I don't know, more money, sure. then this would be The Rock, Henry Cavill, Superman, DC Universe that we'd be stepping into now. Mm, sure, sure, sure. Thank God we are not, quite frankly. Because, uh, yeah, I want to see – I mean, even if it's bad – the James Gunn thing, I would much rather see what that looks like than than the Rock's fucking Black Adam universe. You don't want to see you don't want to see one of them, either Superman or Black Adam, just hovering in sort of in the sky, and you see something coming from the distance, and it's a it's a blur, and then it's the other guy, and they smash into each other, and then it just and you go off screen, and maybe they go through a building or something. And do I want to see that? And somebody's like, "It's okay, we've evacuated the city. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we learned our lesson from Man of Steel." Mm. Uh, do I want to see that? Do you want to see that? Yeah. yeah, I mean that I want to see, obviously. Sure. Okay, but also, but that for two hours? You want to see that for two hours? I would probably, I could probably sit through three of those movies and then maybe before it wears thin. <laughs> Let's do a trilogy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but just the idea of like, I mean, we've talked about it, but like, oh, look, the hierarchy of the universe is like based around Black Adam. The fuck out of here! What are you doing? I mean, you say that, but again, the, the you know the hierarchy of the Marvel universe was based on a bunch of B-listers. Yeah, but the, those are also core characters in the Marvel universe. Black Adam is like, at, is a D-list. Is the is the villain of a like a D-list fucking Superman, Superman knockoff? Yeah, yeah, who maybe true. is older than Superman? I fucking know. I don't he's, remember. He's not. He's, he's not. A, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a you know, yeah. he's not interesting enough. And also, he's not even interested. He's not even interacting with the guy he's supposed to be interacting <laughs> right. with. Speaking of, yes. this is via box office. No, I see Crow. what you're saying there, but what I'm saying is that, like, 
Anything can be good. Yes. You are right. But yeah. that, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I've just been poisoned because I, I watched that movie. Maybe you've been poisoned because I put some poison in your raspberry soda. It was soda. you. That's right. <laughs> I... So yours is fine and I've been double poisoned. No, mine's been poisoned as well. Okay, great. Yeah, cool. We're, we're well, going down together. Hopefully we can get to this. Because we're friends. Because we poison each other's drinks. <laughs> Uh, by box office. Oh, we poison our drinks at the same time. Oh, my God. We so, always finish so nice. poisoning poison each other's drinks. That's right. Uh, box office pro said Shazam 2 is expected to underperform our opening weekend with around 43 to 52 million. That's going to be lower than the first Shazam movie in terms of the opening and one of the worst in the DCEU. Um, I mean. Let's rally up, folks. Let's all see it opening weekend. I mean, it's. Let's we, make it I mean, up. they killed the universe, and Black Adam isn't connected. And That's true. I like the first Shazam, and I like the director of this mm. movie. Um, but I can't say, like, I've been overly thrilled at all. I mean, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Because obviously we all talk about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I can see why maybe this is tracking low. But I could also see, like, if it's good, mm-hmm. people, you know, word of mouth could build and whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. But it's also, it's, it's right. In the like, movies are ramping up at that time. If you like, mm-hmm. we've got Creed three next week. Screams coming out as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that's happening mm. like after that. So maybe it, I don't know. Yeah, but I've I, heard that Creed is going to throw a bus at a guy. Is he? He's going to throw a bus at I Jonathan. Just threw Majors. that freaking bus at yeah, that yeah, guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe? Can you freaking believe it? I freaking believe it, Creed. Yeah. You did it. But uh, we'll see. I like first Shazam, so why not second Shazam? Why don't you? Why not second Shazam? <laughs> and then, and then, no more probably, baby. <laughs> well, I think you're right. And also, you know, it's you know, in an ideal world, people shouldn't be like, oh, well, if this, this universe is ending, I'm not seeing this movie. It'll probably stand up well on its own. But if you if if both major companies have spent the last decade going, it's re- actually really important that that all yeah. these movies are interconnected. It's kind of your own fault, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Isn't it wild, though, and I, I, I'm sorry to get back to this, but I just cannot get over it, that they didn't go Shazam 2, he has to fight the previous Shazam, who's The Rock. Like, you don't think that maybe that's the direction you no, want to take? No, you should fight you, Helen you, Mirren. Which is fine, too. Like, whatever, him and Lucy live on home. I get that. Like, I understand, but they only did that because they can't do The Rock, obviously. Mm. So they made a fucking Black Adam solo movie, which is disconnected from this series. They got they got a fast saga poster, and they scratched off the rock, <laughs> and then just threw a dart to see what other cast member would, would be in this movie. And, oh, Helen Mirren! All right, great, that'll do, I guess. Sure. Like nobody, nobody, nobody thought because even if you didn't know they were like you didn't know who Shazam's villain was, mm. but if his villain turns up and it's the Rock. And he's bigger than Shazam, and he was previous Shazam or whatever. Yeah, you'd be like, that's spooky. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And he's in he's Hobbs or Shaw. Like, that's I get right. it. Yes. Anyway, apparently Aquaman 2 is bad. Yeah. But I should preface this by saying, who knows? Changes can be made, edits, reshoots. Yeah. They're probably recutting a bunch of shit out of this movie yeah. anyway, which we'll talk about also. And the quote that I was referring to earlier that I saw on Twitter was, uh, people who have seen it said, it is the worst DCEU movie ever. <laughs> oh and my I'm God. saying... No. No. <laughs> You're saying no. No, I'm saying it could be, but I'm just saying that is a that is a hell of a thing to say. <laughs> like just what a what a what a what a statement to make. Are you sure? <laughs> think about it. Cuz think about it. Cuz the bar is below I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a minute to think about that. Yeah, yeah. Just reassess what you've just said there. Cuz you can't take it back. <laughs> Once you've said it's the worst one ever. Think about all the maybe you've forgotten some. Yeah. I'm going to open up IMDb and I'm going to show you all the other ones. <laughs> And then you you can think about it. Yeah. This is an open book test. Yeah. You can look at all the other ones. You don't have to. You can even rewatch some. Yeah, we'll give. You can bring some clips up on your phone. Let me know tomorrow. Yeah. 
Anyway, this is via Big Screen Leaks on Twitter who says, there's a reason I've been avoiding any questions about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom uh, since at Viewer Anon put it out there. It brings me no joy to back him up and tell you that the test screening screenings for the film have not been good. Really hoping Juan fixes this movie before December. And Jeff Snyder says, I hear it's terrible and that's why Momoa is going to be Lobo going forward. But they can't say that yet because then it would be a lame duck. And DC is hoping to bring another billion dollars out of the box office. Ring another, sorry, billion dollars out of the box office. First one was awful too, so not a huge surprise. I, I would say the first one is not awful. Mm. I don't love that movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it's also the only DC movie I think that made a billion yeah, in the be. DC. Yeah. I think that's true. And if that's... And if that's true, that's fucking wild. But uh, but also, as I said, things can be changed and test screenings aren't necessarily indicative how audience respond and all mm. of that. Because maybe they've got some real, like, deep cut Aquaman lore that people will love and relate to it's and true, whatever. yeah. Uh, but, maybe and he's got the hook hand. Maybe he's got the hook. Love that, Mason. Mm-hmm. And we've got this from Can We Get Some Toast on Twitter who says, sorry to say they removed both of the Bruce Waynes for good in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Oh. Which means... Uh, so they, we saw, we knew Ben Affleck was going to be in it. That's right. And there was also word that Michael Keaton was as well, mm. but that also obviously off the back of the flash where they're resetting the universe, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so forth. Well, speaking of Batman's, oh. here's a little scoop. Second a potential scoop. Okay. Well, this is, um, this is from someone who I shan't be naming, mm-hmm. uh, for security reasons. Oh, they've, and they've said regarding the movie, the flash and potential post-credit sequences for the flash. Yes. So if you don't want to know, I don't. Too bad. Okay. You don't get you don't get to choose. Okay. You're the only you're the you're the only person I'm speaking to directly, but you don't get to choose. Everybody else could shuttle forward a little bit. Doesn't seem props. Mm. Doesn't seem cool, but I guess you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this source has told us he says, "Hey guys, I can confirm that George Clooney will be in the Flash movie. I worked on the additional photography for the day shooting his scene." Mm. It will most likely be a post or mid credit scene. Of course, they could decide not to put it in entirely, but we shot it. Well, that is possible too if this yeah. is true it wouldn't surprise me i'd also wouldn't surprise me if they just leave ezra miller in the george clooney batman sure universe, right. <laughs> just just dump them there and then move on and then huh. recast sure what happened to the previous flash? shows up as mr freeze <laughs> or just somebody in that suit and just ices him up and then he gets put in a big fridge <laughs> and the fridge is locked but they put a chain on it yep. it says flash proof chain yep. on it. They've made it in... They put it in a Speed Force prison or something. In a Speed Force prison. Yeah, um, at the bottom of the ocean. The way it's played, Ezra's Flash approaches Bruce from behind and when he turns around, it's Clooney, not Keaton. So yep. there you go. Now, the the only due diligence I've done here is I've Googled the person's name who sent this in Yep. and their IMDB results suggest, yes, they could have been in at least the building yep. when this was when this was happening. Ooh. So, you know. I love spoiling a big yeah, thing, yeah, Mason. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. great. Mm. So you're saying that this is definitely confirmed. And if anybody's reporting on this uh, from any of the trades, just know that this is our hot scoop or shot of poop segment. That's right. You can only report on it if you officially say, we don't care if you name the podcast. Mm-hmm. That is irrelevant. Irrelevant. But that you part- can just say some podcast <laughs> has a segment called hot scoop you, or shot of You don't poop. even have to link it. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. <laughs> Honestly, we're not, not going to read most of yeah, this. Yeah, we're, we're not in it for the clout. That's right. We're yeah. in it to, to, make a, <laughs> to make a website write a dumb thing. That's right. All right, Mason. Got the last bit of news here. Well, I've got another bit of news. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, he's really overcompensating this week. This is my actual one bit of news. Okay. Uh, And this might be surprising. Uh, The Umbrella Academy Season 4 cast adds Nick Offerman, David Cross, and more. The more is Megan Mullally, who is... uh, So three people. So three people, Nick Offerman's wife. That's a weird way to frame that. Right. And more. And more, it says here. Yeah. Um... 
But isn't that wild? For two yeah. reasons. One, uh, there's a season four of Umbrella Academy, we which we, we really like. Yeah. But it's I so it's amazing that it's still on track. It is incredible. Given that when we talk about it, people go, "Oh, is that show? Is that back? Is, is it space still? How many? Is there a second season? No, there's three. Yeah. There's three seasons. And the fact that you know a show like The Sandman was the number one show in the world for a few, a few weeks running. It even made red notice for a time. And they still had to they've still had to do like an online campaign begging people to yeah. to to watch it and tweet about it and talk about it so it so it you know gets a second season. Yeah. I wonder if like maybe it's just somebody a higher up at Netflix just, just likes it. Just really loves my chemical romance and is like maybe it is. Gerard way I'll just do do Gerard all the way. Oh. Yeah. I like those casting. Also I think it makes sense yeah. that like cuz I feel like all of those people involved with that mm-hmm. can now can do bigger things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying bigger things than this, but I'm saying if you, you do one season and it's going to finish at season four, mm. so they can be like, I'm, I could do this a few episodes and then mm. move on to whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there you go. Um, uh, Offerman and Mulally are playing a married pair of community college professors. Oh. And uh, David Cross is a uh, business owner and family man desperate to reconnect with his estranged daughter. Hmm. There you go. That's what you're desperate to do also, aren't That's you? That's exactly right. Is that right? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Last bit of news is via Variety. Apparently The Flash will debut two months early at CinemaCon on April 25th. Ooh. Uh, this is a sign of the ver- uh, that at the very least Warner Brothers thinks it's good. That is true. Uh, they think they – I think I saw this week they did that with like Top Gun and whatever else. Yeah. So it's, a, it's generally a good sign. I think so, yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Nothing means anything, and existence is pointless. No. <laughs> yes, Mason. Oh, no. Should we go to an ad then? Yeah, let's go to an ad. Great. Yeah, buy whatever this is. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media 
and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Nicotine, Valium, Vicodin, Marijuana, Ecstasy and Alcohol. Go on. Cocaine. There. Nice. That's great. That's a... Uh, it's an A plus intro. It's a good I had to write thing. down the lyrics because mm. I was like, I know I know them, mm. but I I didn't trust myself to remember them on the spot. I understand. Sure, sure, and, sure. But who wants a great joke to go awry? You know, nobody. Yeah, and maybe you know you would mess it up and we'd do another take. Yeah, and only I would know, mm. but I would know, and I'd know forever. And you tweet out. You tell. I tweet it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get the backup recorder going. I know. I'll, I'll, we do I'll have snip, that going. Do a, little, do a little snip out there and uh, you're right, show you're the right. world. Embarrassing for you. I would hate that. But I mean, sense. you've already embarrassed yourself, you know, as, as as much as one can because you did that caravan of garbage thing at the start of the episode. So. No, that's been edited out. I'm pretty oh. confident. Yeah, okay. I need to worry about that. All right then. Yeah, no one will even know. Mason Cocaine Bear came out. It has a budget of between thirty and thirty-five million dollars and a box office opening in the US at the very least of around. Two twenty, two two tens, twenty million dollars. Yeah, two, two tens of millions of dollars. Uh, now that won't beat Ant Man 3's opening weekend, which might have the biggest drop ever of a comic book movie in its second week. Yes, it's possible. So Ant Man strong opening maybe doesn't have ant legs. Yes. Maybe it does have ant legs, tiny little legs. I don't know. I think if it does have ant legs, it would be, it would support. Mm. So I think it doesn't have ant legs. But could an ant leg support the weight of a of a million, uh, uh, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollar franchise? Yeah. How many ants though? It couldn't just be one ant leg. It'd have to That's be a true, bunch, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, something to think about it. Something to think about, Mason. Yes. Um. So this is very good for this movie, especially considering that this is like a movie that not everybody can see. Or what I would even say that is also not for everybody. Sure. There's a lot of people who would look at this and go, no, thank you. But I know a lot of people who have just been talking about this movie because yeah. they're like, and everyone knows it. Like people are like, what did you do today? And I'm like, I saw Cocaine Bear. And they're like, oh, I know that. Because often I'll be like, I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, And they'll yeah. go, what are you talking about? Oh, there was a second Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> and you'll be like, no, this is the third one. Yeah. And they're like, huh. What? Huh. Yeah. Uh, huh. So, any- Does it go big? 
And he'd be like, yeah, he did that eight years ago actually. He, he became a big, big, big ant. But now he's, he's in a little universe and then he goes big in that. And they'd be like, so normal size? And he'd be yeah. like, no, actually, no. Still, still smaller than normal size. <laughs> Anyways, this is Elizabeth Banks directed this mm. movie and it's based on a true story. Do you want to explain the true story? Yeah. All right. So oh, actually, do you want to explain the true story or do you want to tell us what the story was? I think I can do both simultaneously. Let's do what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've been practicing my tube and throat singing, so I can do both <laughs> literally at the same time. Um, no. Uh, okay. So the real story, if I recall, is that a a drug smuggling plane yep. was in some sort of trouble. Yep. And the drugs were dropped out of the plane and they and and into a a woods. Into a woods. Yep. And one morning. Uh, some park rangers went out and they found a dead bear yep. next to one of the one of the big big bags of cocaine. Yep. And the the assumption is that it took a bunch of cocaine and it died immediately. But then this movie posits, what if it didn't? Yeah. What if it went on a crazy cocaine rampage and it was a bit of fun? It was a bit of fun. I would say this of this movie, it's fun. Yes. And I did like it, mm-hmm. but it's not as wild and off the wall as I would have liked. It's to not have as been. manic, is it? Yeah, I think there are certainly. Sequences, yes, and scenes and moments where you're like, "That's kind of what I want to be seeing here," mm. but it's it doesn't kind of maintain that flow. That yeah, kind of, you know, you know, I'm kind of I wouldn't mind it hitting something like I don't know, like Slither. Sure, yeah. seen the movie James Gunn's like we've seen the movie Slither. You know, like weird indie kind of slug horror body snatcher thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got these Elizabeth Banks also actually mm. isn't that? It's got this weird sinister, grotty kind of vibe. This has an interesting energy that sort of bounces all over the place. Yeah. I would say overall the energy of this is chaotic mm. because what we see in this movie is, so the, the there's, as previously mentioned, there's a, the, it's, it starts with a plane going over a national park yep. uh, and, uh, and and one of this, this plane is in trouble and the guy who's smuggling the drugs turfs a bunch of cocaine in bags out of, out of the mm. plane and then hits his head on the way out and and instead of opening his parachute and collect, presumably collecting the drugs on the yeah. on the way down or when he gets to the ground he dies and so this there's just loose cocaine yeah um but also so we we follow the adventures of uh some guys who want to some guys who need to get the cocaine back for their drug lord boss mm. follows a couple of like a, a little girl and a little boy who get who who decide to cut school and and sort go of to the woods go to the woods and just run around and have a fun time yeah and, and their mother, who, who the mother of one of them, who wants to play by Kerry Russell, who yeah. has to go back and and, and find him, and, and like some park ranger, park ranger types, and, and some other people who kind some, of come yeah, and yeah, go yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's sort of all over the place because the the this the the mum trying to find her kids is sort of very like feels very like Lassie come home, yeah. like kind of like a very wholesome family thing where she's got a you know she she's she she loves her kid more than anything and she mm. wants to find them and track them down. But then there's also like sort of like Fargo-esque yeah. drug smuggling stuff going on. And there's, of course, the cocaine bear. Yeah, that's um, going awry. Yeah, and, and, the, and the, the, two, the, the two park ranger types, there's yeah. a, the woman who is this, the, the park ranger and a sort of an inspector who's coming mm. or like a, like a forestry expert has come to visit and she's got a crush on him. Yeah. That felt the most like... Like a wet hot American summer, like a kind of yeah. Like, a, like, like he's clearly Elizabeth, wearing Elizabeth Banks is that's in. That's true. Of he's like he's clearly wearing a wig and, and doing a fake like mustache a, yeah. and doing like these this big felt like a kids in the hall sketch or yeah. something like that. So it's this weird energy, but I liked as collectively. I think it, I liked it all, even though it's sort of it would it would bounce between these these energies yeah. over and over again. But I think you're right in that there are some scenes in this. 
that are very chaotic and and, and violent and like in, like sort of intricate and int- creative in the ways that you know this cocaine fueled bear is is killing the way people. Of violence and, un- and then it sort of ends and it's like oh and then there'll be a bit of walking around I guess yeah and it's sort of like also it's interesting that like with a with a horror like with a scream style or just. I don't know. I don't know enough about Scream to say this, but like in a horror movie, oftentimes it's the the thing that is killing everybody. A lot of the people who are, are being killed are deserving in some way of being killed. This is not. Ah, uh, there's sort of like there are some that kind of. But do any of the it. people in this movie deserve to be more no, to I w- death? I by wouldn't a say any of them because like yeah. they kind of set up a villain at the end mm. to kind of get just desserts, and I'm like, I don't know. If it's earned that. It feels kind of random. And yeah. it, I, I don't think those three kind of narratives that that are happening, to me, they're not all that interesting. Mm. Like, they're not as – they're not – sorry. One of them I found really interesting. So there's one with Alden Ironreich and o- O'Shea Jackson. Yes. Who also it, uh, is intercut with Isaiah Whitlock Jr. From The Wire. From The Wire. <laughs> and, like, so they're the two drug smugglers who uh, – well, they work for a drug smuggler who's played by Ray Liotta. Ray, how long has Ray Liotta been dead for? Like he died like the start of last year. He's got three movies coming out after this. Wow, He's, he was like, yeah, he did yeah, yeah. so much fucking stuff. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, but I love that aspect of it. Yeah. I love that story because one of them's had like a horrible, like heartbreak, heartbreaking event happening to them, and the other one kind of has to drag him through it. And you know, they have to. They're, none of them are. They're not equipped for the for the woods and then they come across this like gang of youths and that's like mm. a fun little moment. But not the band gang of youths. No, that's a different thing. Actually- and it's the eighties, which is also, yeah. f- I like, which is a fun element to this. So that I really liked, but then when all the stories kind of culminated at the end, which we'll talk about in spoilers, that to me was like, this feels like a weird mm. mash of like kids overcoming a thing and, yeah. and like, Hey, don't do that, mister. And whatever. Yeah, and right, then right. there's a bear who ate a bunch of fucking cocaine. That's and right. I just don't know whether that stuff. See, I comes wonder together. if the thing about if, if we wanted more mayhem in this, I think the problem there is if it was, you know, cause the, the park seems to be largely abandoned. It's, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, you know, it's a work day, I guess. And everybody's yeah. at work. So it's not like a bunch of, all this camp as well. Yeah, exactly, there's a couple, yeah. there's a, we, we, the start of the movie starts with like a couple of, they're a, they're a, I think an engaged couple mm. talking about their wedding and they're, they're all, they're also messed up in this. But if the camp was full, especially in America, everybody would have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and a bear on cocaine yeah. is scary, but a hundred people with guns could probably take it down. I yeah, think, I mean, they'd, I had probably, to guess. they'd so, probably so shoot they, each other a lot. They would, but, yeah. Yes, that is also true. But like the idea of a, of a of a bear rampaging through a crowd and like mauling like dozens mm. of people or whatever, like if if that if that energy had kept up the whole time, yes, that would be cool. But I don't think logically, I don't think. No, it would I, I'm not even saying you need to keep that energy. I just think the darting between the narratives. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, we're sitting with these people for a bit. I'm not yeah. not super interested in these kids and, and whatever. And that's not to say, like, the performances are bad. You know, they're kids and whatever. It's it's all fine. But, yeah, but I, I just – the fun stuff to, to me was, like, the, the low-key kind of gangster stuff. Sure, yeah. Just guys trudging through the forest looking for cocaine somehow. I mean, and, but maybe that's, you know, maybe that for, for, you know, for a lot of people, maybe it's just like, oh, I like this these characters yeah. and that – I like these characters and they tidied me over until – a bear, you know, uh, leapt into a ambulance and and tore some people's okay, limbs so off. Okay, so speaking of great sequences, yes, that that whole sequence was uh-huh. incredible. So it's basically so, and two two ambulance officers show up because they get a call. They don't two know ambulance cops, ambulance cops, two hospital up, cops. And they say, cops. say you're all under arrest. We're hospital cops. That's right. 
And then they don't know what they're walking into. They're like, oh, this is a weird scenario. And then the bear's there and whatever. And the bear ends up like chasing down the ambulance. And it's just this this gory like night. And it's a nightmare. It's like one of those Rube Goldberg machines of death. It's one of those. And it's really kind of well paced and the gore is good and it's funny. Like and there's funny little moments. That hospital guy, is he the guy who appears on Twitter every once in a while? And he does those videos about like retail employees or whatever and he's got a lot of sassy clapbacks? That is. He did one for Cocaine Bear Ah. where where he's like, what do you have, what do you know about, what do you have to know going into Cocaine Bear? And he's like, nothing. Right. You know, you only need to know the words cocaine and bear. There's no no post-credits Infinity War, whatever. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Unless he's, Cancelled, in which case I um I take you never back. liked him. Yeah, I never liked him. Okay, great. <laughs> and I always do. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was cool to see him in this. But um, I also think the bear itself as a CGI model looked fantastic because mm. it's obviously digital because it would have to be. Yes. But there are a few moments in this where it's interacting with the environment where it might be like running breakneck pace or it's lying on the ground and the shadows of it, like the actual environmental interaction, uh-huh. I feel is not as great as the model is. Right. Would you agree with that? Like there's a moment where it squashes a person and it feels very kind of... On Look, on the one hand, if you do have one major thing that is the core effect of your entire movie, mm. yeah, it should probably be pretty good. But that in itself, what I'm saying is the bear looks yeah. good, but uh-huh. it's the interaction that I'm... I didn't really... Didn't yeah, really okay, well, then that's fine then. That's fine then, isn't it, Mason? Fine. Yeah. Spoilers? Uh, let me think. What else? Yes. How do you feel about the idea? Uh, not spoilers yet. How okay. do you feel about the idea of like trying to manufacture a, like a memeable movie? Do you think that's what the intent right. was? Like yeah. a snakes on a plane, for example. Yeah, I mean, was it like that, or or even an attempt? Like you know how like when you're a kid, maybe you'd go to the the video shop and there'd be a bunch of VHSs of weird B movies, yeah, clearly like grisly murder movies like and the bug men, and what have you? The and bug like, men. Do you feel this whatever. this was an attempt to build one of those, but sort of inorganically? I don't know. I mean, I think if it was, I think the the marketing for this and word of mouth of is like mm. it got it, it it worked and it it got through. Yeah, I mean, I saw it with a small crowd, like on a like a Friday afternoon. Yeah, just just of regular people. Yeah, and uh, they seemed to be really big. Yeah, same. So, people seemed to be enjoying it. Right and although one, there was a couple directly in front of me, and one of them left, and then the 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 ambulance scene happened. And then he came back just as it was winding up. And so he just came back to just... Just a, miss that whole Just, just a real moment. Ch- chain of destruction. That's a great. That was a good bit. Yeah, but I, I think general audiences are going to... Yeah, gonna I, think it's gonna, I think it's going to do very well, like, especially considering its its budget. Yeah. I'm going to say best movie ever. I, I am going to say best movie I had a fun time with the movies. I didn't... I really like Olden Ironreich. Yeah. And I want to see him in more things. Right? Yeah, I think he's really talented. Does he have more Does he have more upcoming movies than Ray Liotta at this point? Oh, maybe. That's a yeah. great question. I know it's every time up. he's in an interview, he's like, do you want to be Han Solo? He's like, yeah, if they let me, I don't know. Right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let's have a look. I thought he was a good Han Solo. Yeah, he was really good in Hail Caesar. I liked Hail Caesar. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bloody good. Got his filmography, Mason. He's got a vulnerability about him. He certainly does. Which is it's 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 which worked in this, I think. And it but it's trickier if you're playing Han Solo and you have to be like Mr. Bravado all the time. That's true. Mm. So he's in Fair Play, which is a 2023 erotic thriller. Oh, that sounds out. erotic. Uh he's he's of course in the new Ironheart series, he's playing somebody. Oh, and he's also probably in, Ironheart. Yeah. And he's an Oppenheimer. He's an Oppenheimer. So yeah. Uh, so I think less some, like maybe equal to or slightly less than Ray Liotta, who filmed 100 mm. movies a day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, good for him, I say. I completely All agree. All right, uh, spoilers, what have we got in spoilers? Um, so at the end, 
they all converge on a, on a waterfall. Yes. So the kids are there and there's baby bears doing cocaine. Yep. And the, the cocaine bear is there. And Ray Liotta. This cocaine's too hot. <laughs> this cocaine's too cold. I don't know why that little girl would hide in a bear cave. It's the worst mm. place that you would hide. You wouldn't hide there because the big bear would come And the bear probably. didn't eat her just because. But whatever, yeah. it's a cocaine bear, I guess. Who knows why it does anything. Right, that's exactly right. Uh, the perfect antagonist for a movie. I did like the bit where the bear just did a line of cocaine. Sure. Were, like often it would eat it, but there yeah. was just a moment where it just did a line. I don't know if you noticed that, yeah, right, but, it, uh-huh. but it did. Yeah, but it's crucially towards the end we get we get the 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 mum and the two kids, and we get uh we get the the, the gangsters the, and the gangsters are there, and Ray Liotta's shown up mm. uh, to take care of business because his boys weren't uh, yeah weren't weren't capable of sorting it out, and and then. At that point, he's just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all the cocaine. I'm the, I'm a, yeah, I'm yeah, a bad I'll guy. Shoot, yeah, I'll, I'll shoot him. everybody." And yeah. then, then they, um, yeah, then they, the, the, the bear is turned upon him, and he dies, and everybody else gets away. Yeah, and it's like, yay! But it's like, I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was looking after Alden Einreich's kid because he was in a like a, a bit of a stupor. Yeah, he wasn't the worst guy in the no, world. No, he wasn't. He was just like a guy you know, for a cocaine. Yeah, but he was board. also like a lot. He was like a lower level kind of, not even low level. That's probably not true. But like he was a just a drugs guy, right? Yes. And I don't think he was really any worse than most of the other people. But they had to give him the turn at the end because yeah. they needed somebody to defeat him. What if the they end? all got away? But just like the little kids, like, get away from him, mister, and whatever. And I just felt a bit like, Cause, what is yeah, because he had now? to kick the. Did he kick yeah. any of the, the Yeah, he the kicked cubs? some of the cubs that he was going to shoot one. Yeah, I can't right. Remember. Yeah, it seemed odd. That that was the, the oddest turn. I think. Yeah. I really liked that moment with the. Um, he should have been at the end. They should have all made it out of the waterfall and he should have been like, I'm not. Being a drug lord anymore. I'm going to be a regular lord. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be a babysitting lord. I'm going to be Lord, the singer. Oh. Yeah. But I, I That's like... right. It was a Lord biopic. <laughs> it was a surprise Lord biopic. I uh, moved to New Zealand. There's a moment where there's uh, O'Shea Jackson. Her album's called Pure Heroin. Is it? The first one. Bit of a, I, mean, bit I guess of a if you're going to do heroin, is it better to do pure heroin than know. laced with something? Maybe. Mm. Or is that bad? I don't know. I don't know either. Something to think about. Something right to in. think about, right? No, don't do heroin, Mason. God. Not on the podcast. Wow. <laughs> wow. But uh, there's a moment. Make amends with your, with your estranged daughter. <laughs> don't do heroin. Wow, this guy <laughs> doling so, out the. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, God. There's a moment where O'Shea Jackson is fighting like a, well, they're, they're supposed to be teenagers, but yeah. they look older. Like in a bathroom, uh-huh. which I liked that. And then there's a moment where, so one of them who's named Aaron Holiday, the actor, like comes along with them for a bit and oh, he yes. gets a little post credits. And I really liked him. Mm-hmm. He gave me like that, you know, the Simon from the in-between, his kind of vibe. He had that kind of look yeah. as well. I thought he was a, was a fun character. Right, here's some stuff that I feel like felt like they were setting up but they didn't pay off at any point. Mm. O'Shea Jackson? Yeah. He, uh, He's yeah. Ice Cube's son. And you oh, can yeah, tell because he, he looks exactly yeah, like yeah. Ice Cube. So when he, after he fights those kids in the bathroom, it looks like he's going to have a heart attack, but he just doesn't. I think he's just tired because he fought three dudes. Yeah, I guess, but I thought that was going to pay off as like a... Mm. a you also, wanted him to have a heart attack? The second thing that I thought maybe should have been, that I thought they were maybe building this as a through line, which may have led to more mayhem, yeah. is the idea that everybody at a certain point gets exposed to cocaine and everybody's high on coke the entire time. Yeah. Because... Some of the movie feels like they're going to do that. Like some kids eat some cocaine yeah, at one point. Yeah, there's a point where like the park ranger shoots one of those kids in the head because she's aiming for the yeah. bear and it would make more sense if she was on coke as well. Yeah, okay. Like I thought it, it, it was going to lead to more like more just frantic bad decision making. Because of just like the cocaine madness. Because of the cocaine madness, which I assume you get, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe. But That's again, I, yeah, I think there's things that, yeah, that it didn't have that kind of like mm. weird vibe that I was maybe hoping yeah. it had the entire I wonder time. if maybe they'd gone, okay, well, maybe if they'd gone, okay, Kerry Russell's character was divorced from Alden Ehrenreich or something like that. Like, what if you tied okay, sure, yeah. them all together in a more convenient way kind of thing? Yeah, you know, yeah. And then yeah. maybe Alden Ehrenreich and Kerry Russell, like, bond her. You know, he's like, I'm not going to be a drug lord anymore. And she's like, well, Good. Good. Good, actually. Didn't your wife die? No, this is a... Mason You're my has, wife. Mason has rewritten the story. That's right. <laughs> well, the better, I think. Um, now, do you... Mason, th- if you're watching and they everyone gives the thumbs up. <laughs> and in 99.99% of cinemas, I wouldn't be there. But in one, I'd be there. You absolutely would be there. Yeah. That'd be perfect bit of synchronicity, I think. Now, if this has the legs and the streaming life that it... There's a very good chance that it will. Uh-huh. Do you think there's a chance that they do a, a cocaine bear too? Because a lot of the, a lot, I feel like some of the marketing at least was based on like this really happened. That's and true. And none of this really yeah. happened well, except the asylum, that initial thing. The asylum is doing meth gator. Yeah. Well, that, that was my question. Yeah. What uh, what other animals or drugs could they combine? And this is what I came yeah. up with. This is oh, the yeah. one that I that oh, I yeah. landed on. Okay. Alka seltzer iguana. That's very good. Just a very fizzy iguana. <laughs> exactly. And you think it'll be one of those, you know, one of those, you know, that movie like like the wrong the wrong man or whatever, where a guy yeah. thinks he's being pursued by the mob, but he's just not. Yeah. Just a bunch of people who think they're about to be attacked by a rabbit iguana, but it's just a fizzy iguana. <laughs> and they run into traffic or whatever. Yeah. It's just okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That's the, that was my that was what I landed on. Okay. Uh, Endonechidna. Oh yeah. yeah that's okay. A, that's a fun painkiller. Yep. Streps, Strepsil's weasel. Oh, Strepsil's weasel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mine are like yeah. store-bought yeah, nice. like medications that aren't maybe not even Marijuana mollusk. <laughs> Just a snail who's even slower because he's on the marijuana. That snail smoked so much marijuana. <laughs> the snail smoked it. Yeah. Didn't even climb over the leaf. No. Nope. Smoked a big doobie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't know, a, a rat that's addicted to cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know. Aspirin seagull. <laughs> Doesn't that kill him? Yep. Yeah, or does it really, though? I don't know, mate, probably. Yeah. I, would, I would guess so, yeah. Mm, great stuff. Mm. But, yeah, look, it's it's. I liked it. I did like it. I, I liked it too, yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, if you're like, oh, I'd, I wouldn't say run out to see it because it'll probably be on streaming in a month. Sure. You'll yeah. probably wait. But um, but at the same time. If you got a minute. If you got if you, supports it, local cinemas, it's also it's also ninety minutes or whatever it is. So that's mm. the perfect length for this sort of movie. Yeah, it never drags. Yeah, so, oh, I, that's what uh, I yeah. Like, like if I would say if if you want to see more, if you like the idea of this and you like the idea of a movie that isn't a huge franchise thing, and you just want to see another one, maybe do, do you want to see, see a seven. cocaine bear? You want to see a cocaine bear, for example? Great name, also. Yeah, just a, just perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Panadol penguin. <laughs> Got a bit of a headache. It's not even Panadol Rapid. <laughs> no, so it's, it's the it's a supermarket brand Panadol. It's a super it's a it's a supermarket brand paracetamol is what it is. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caffeine uh, koala. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that would pep it up a little bit, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Great yeah. stuff. Anything. Some people said that is that true about the um the chlamydia koala thing? Apparently, yeah. It's it's not like all of them, but it's pretty yeah. rampant in the yeah, yeah, um yeah. in the koala community. Also, yeah. there's a bunch fewer than there used to be because they all died in that fire. Do you remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like a million died. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Whose fault was that? Not ours. No. That's thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for saying that. Just on the record, we weren't responsible for the historic 2019 Australian bushfires. We didn't do it. <laughs> no, that certainly wasn't us. Oh. Uh, it was government funding. It was a liberal government mostly, yeah, just if people were wondering. All right, let's uh, move on, Matt. People are going to be like, liberal, like the left? No. no. <laughs>
<laughs> read a book. Do you know what it's time for? It's time for what we read and yep. what we're going to read. Yo! Yo, Mason! Yo! I'm doing the theme. Mason, what have you been reading? I've been reading. In fact, it's right here. It's a paper copy. Uh, I was recommended, I think, maybe last week. Yeah. A lot of people recommended a comic book called Ultra Mega, uh, written, created, illustrated by James Harron, coloured by Dave Stewart. Uh, and it is um, What If Ultraman, but real violent and gross yeah. is basically what it is. So it's a, it's a, thus far it's four issues. It's been collected in this trade paperback. There is apparently more on the way. Okay. I checked his Twitter. Does that feel complete when you read it? No, yeah. this is this is absolutely like it's four issues, but it's like the first chapter. Yeah, like I I had a good reading experience, but it's like it ends on a cliffhanger. And oh, you're like ooh, what's going to happen next? Happen but next. basically, the, the premise it so how it begins is there's some sort of cosmic virus that's landed on Earth and mm. it's it's spread it to people, and people start to turn into like kaiju monsters, big and small. Sick. But luckily, uh, some three people have received this weird vision from some cosmic being to be like. Do you want to? Do you want to fight? Do you want to fight for the future of humanity? And they're like, "All right, I'll do it." And then they they turn into sort of Ultraman style heroes, and they've That's got gross. Yeah, exactly. But uh, some stuff goes awry, mm. and uh, and the world turns into a horrible, horrible place filled with horrible stuff. And it sort of mm. spans a you know a couple of generations of people. And uh, oh, really? Okay. It's very um. It's very. It's, I like it a lot. It's some 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 cosmic horror. It's like again, it is like Ultraman. It's a little bit like Power Rangers, but it's sort of a little, little bit Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's sort of like leans more towards the cosmic horror and like Ooh, the, that the sounds. Kind of, so, did you have an overall enjoying experience? I had an overall enjoying experience. I think. Now yeah. we're probably going to cover that on our next comic book club. That's right. Because uh, I've, I'm, yeah, you're going to lend that to me, aren't you? I am. And I, you said I'm allowed to tear it up afterwards. No, I didn't say that. I said I'd keep, keep it pristine. Yeah, was the implication? I'm going to take a photo of the spine, <laughs> and if I get it back and it's got even one little little bend in it, I'm charging you for it. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's I'm still going to tear it up. Okay, good. Uh, but this week, if you are interested in Comic Book Club, we actually have done the Last of Us comic, the yeah, one Last right. of Us comic that they did. Mm. Uh, that's now live at BigSandwich.co. Thanks to Rob Collins. Yeah, put that R- written by Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann, yeah, creator and of the creator Last of Us. Of, that's right. So if you and it also coincides with like it should at least this latest episode, which is coming out, I which see. will be out. By the time a lot of people hear this. Ooh. So, yeah, if you are interested, you can say a Patreon or whatever. Mm. Mason, I watched the first episode on. of season three of Party Down because Party Down is back. Is it? Yes. Wow. Uh, if you don't know, Party Down was like a, you told me about this, it was like a 2010s-ish series where it's a bunch of like failed actors who work for a catering company yeah. and they hate their jobs and the, indust- the entertainment industry and they all just, they're looking to to break out or some of them have given up on doing so. Exactly, yeah. And then it was cancelled. Yeah, and Adam, two seasons, yeah. And Adam Scott was uh, partially to blame, it seemed, because he went to do um, Parks, and Parks and Rec. But apparently they were going to cancel it anyway and some one of the executives told him before and they're like, they're going to cancel this. Just oh, go I see, Parks right, and Rec. right. So he recently said that, unless he's lying. Maybe he's but lying, anyway, he's a big liar. Most of the original, car- original cast, I think, except for Lizzie Kaplan, is back. Yes. And it's 10 years on and everything is worse. All the same. Yeah. Okay, great. And it's just a. If you haven't seen it, yeah, you can absolutely watch the first two seasons because I think it still holds up. I think it does. From yeah. memory, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it's really good and really funny. Yeah. So it's so it's, it was created by Rob Thomas, not mm. not of um, Matchbox Twenties. No, Rob Thomas. No, the smooth Rob Thomas. They're Santana. two they're different guys. <laughs> they're twin brothers with the same name. No, uh, Rob Thomas created Veronica Mars. Okay, and so it shares some 
character. It shares some actors, and yeah. uh, you know, and you, you see characters in supporting roles. So Chris, uh, Kristen Bell, who was Veronica Mars, is in a few episodes as herself, or no, as a as the head of a rival catering company. Oh, that's right, I remember that um, now. Yeah, Valhalla Catering. I'm just looking at this cast and seeing. But what it's name. a great. Like, oh, it's, Ryan Hansen is in yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a great cast from that era. Speaking of Wet Hot American Summer and that that kind of era, yeah, just a bunch of those guys. So Adam Scott, Ken Marino. Martin Starr is in it. Jane yeah. Lynch, Megan Mullally. Yeah. Um, and who's who was in the White Lotus? The... Jane Lynch is so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. Who was in the White Lotus? Uh, Jennifer Adam Coolidge. Scott. Adam Scott. Jennifer Coolidge. Jim is, she's in the second season. She is, yeah. But she's not in this, or at least yet. I, so I don't know whether she's going to. Sh- didn't she replace somebody in like the second season? She replaced. No, wait. Or was she always in it? No, she, somebody replaced Megan Mullally. Megan Mullally or Jennifer Coolidge replaced each other. One or the other. I and can't Jennifer remember. Coolidge was also there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it's a great, it's very funny. Um, each, yeah, each week they go to a different catering. Each week event. they go to a catering event. And sometimes and, they hang out with real celebrities. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's so uh, it's people, celebrities playing. Do they explain, without without spoiling, do they explain Lizzie Kaplan's? Yes. Okay, right, right. They say Lizzie Kaplan is actually... She was pretending to be a caterer for the show Party Down. Oh, but she's, she's actually a actor. actor. Right, there yeah, you they, go. No, they do explain do. Wow, that. Wow. Yeah. I hope she appears at some point, but they're only dropping an episode a week, which to me is like, what's happening? Excuse right. me. But uh, very. <laughs> well, maybe Star's they're only great. making an episode a week. Yeah, maybe they are. Hmm. And it also talks about like the state of cinema now and like now everything's a Marvel movie and comic oh, book a bit movie of, or bit whatever. Of, bit of yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, that's Wonderful. that's now." I said, "Wow!" But uh, very and Ken Marino, just they're all good. They're I could literally yeah, just yeah. point to any of yeah, them yeah, and yeah. go, "Isn't that person really funny?" Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm not, glad it's back and it's it's well worth not it. Not a bad egg in the bunch, I as agree. far as I'm concerned. Um, it's on Stan, I think. I can't. It is on Stan. Yeah. Uh, what else? I watched a couple of episodes of the 1973 magic-based TV series The Magician starring Bill Bixby. What's happening, Mason? Don't know. It was just I got served an algorithm. The, the YouTube algorithm served me in a, a, a video essay about the 1973 magician-based TV series The Magician Okay, uh, starring Bill Bixby. It's all right. It's pretty good. Is he a real magician or is he like a... He's like a stage a, magician. Yeah. But apparently Bill Bixby was also a stage. Like he, was he? He was a huge fan of... of, of close-up magic and stage magic. So he insisted that all the magic in the show, like he would do it for real. So it's not like crap where they edit and then it's like a dumb No, exactly, thing. yeah. He's, oh, he's doing all the stuff for real. But he's a – so he's a – Oh, I like Bill Bixby. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a world-renowned stage magician uh, who also solves mysteries and, and, and fights injustice. Yeah. And he lives in a plane. He lives in a private plane and he drives around in like a white – Oh, not like stingray. a plane crashed in the woods or no, whatever. No, no, no. It's like a private plane. So he's a successful magician. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But what I liked this about this sounds it, like something Ryan Johnson would make now. It is very much. I mean, maybe that's why the, yeah. the algorithm picked it up. I don't mm. know. But um, also interesting, it's like just the 1970s fashions, but not like crazy. Like you know when you well, do. If you look at like the actual eras, yeah, most yeah. people are just wearing normal clothes. Yeah. Yeah. This was like what what does a rich guy in the 70s look like when he's not? Yeah. You know, a cartoon character, or whatever. Like a, like a, he's got a, a big afro and a disco collar. No. And goldfish in his huge stilettos. All right, he did have goldfish <laughs> in his huge stilettos, yeah. But it's fun. It was probably part of the magic show, though, it's wasn't probably, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit, bit of fun. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's great. That's, that. that's about it, I think. Uh, Never heard of that. No, exactly. And I think it got cancelled and then he was like, but I better be the Hulk then. I better be. Yeah. Or at least be the guy who turns into the Hulk. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Is it time for the letters then? Maybe. Did I watch anything else? I did, but I'm saving it for my other podcast. Oh, yeah, okay, right. Is it, would you successful. say it's a better thing? A better thing than Party, Party Down? Party Down, yeah. Well, I'd have to say to Claire that I watched one episode of Party Down. 
Oh, that's true. Like what? And I'd have to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to explain anything yeah. to anybody. But you know, not even once. And if you've got if you've got a whole show that's about recommending things, yeah. Well, you got to you got to read the Wikipedia page for a book and say you read the book. Exactly. So you get it. I get it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> right. If you're a podcaster. You yeah, get I, get, it. I get things. All right. Well, I think it's time for letters then. So I'll play the theme to letters. I agree. The classic one was. Nailed it this way. We're back on form. Some say I never left form. I'm saying you did. Oh. We're going to hear right uh, now. We're going to do that. Well, other people say I haven't. Who? People. You don't know them. <laughs> I know other people from not, not here. I don't believe you. <laughs> you know my family and my dogs, and that's it as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Mason. Yes. If you do want to reach the show, and why wouldn't you? That's right. You can actually hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Oh, that's right. And you cut through the spam and, mm. the, and the dreck. That's right. And you Sometimes. Yeah, you elbow your way to the front. Sometimes it's all spam and dreck. But yeah. not this week. Yes. Here's an email from Justin. The real cocaine bear is in my hometown. Hey, James and Meso, I've been a long-time fan and wanted to tell you all that the real-life cocaine bear that inspired the movie is stuffed and displayed in my hometown in Kentucky. For the opening weekend, they took the bear to the Kentucky theatre for the opening weekend of the movie. Woo! I attached a picture and they even put fake cocaine around its nose. Now that's fun. I says, I've been a fan of the show since my senior year of high school. I've listened all the way through college. I'm now in law school and have to lie when people ask what I'm listening to before class. You say law documents. That's right. That, I've, that I've narrated, right. that I'm listening I'm back listening to. I'm listening to... Episodes of Matlock. <laughs> Imagine explaining this to a normal person. Mm, that's right. Uh, thanks for the great show, and I look forward to lying to my eventual co-attorneys about what I'm listening to. And here's the bear. And i got to tell you, I've nailed the look of the bear in the movie, Cocaine Bear. Well, it's a bear, isn't it? Mm, it's a bear. Yeah. But, you know. That poor bear. Poor bear. He's got a little He's got a little K, a little K hat on. I'm assuming for the ketamine they used to calm him down. Oh, okay. Ketamine koala. What? I know we did koala earlier. No, ketamine koala's good. Yeah. yeah. Ketamine kangaroo. Yeah, that's even better. Yeah, yeah. Because it'd be high. trying to box you, but it'd imagine be all how, like, whoa. Imagine how high I could jump. Imagine how high I would be when I did bloody jump. Ho, 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 mate. I, for some reason, when he's like at the start, and I knew this wasn't true, that the cocaine bear is in my town, I'd imagine it's like like a party boy reliving its past glories. Oh, yeah, I yeah. was the cocaine bear. bear. Everyone, sure you were, And buddy. everyone's initially is like, great. And then it's like, this bear's really annoying. I met, I met it, Ray Liotta. <laughs> And he was cool. It's the Warwick Kappa of <laughs> sure, yeah, of um, bears. The cocaine bear has a little um. That's too specific. I know. Yeah, yeah. The cocaine bear has a little sign around his neck. It says "Cocaine Bear, aka Pablo Escobar." Here's its cocaine bear. In 1985, cocaine bear was found dead in the Chattahoochee National Forest. He overdosed on 40 kilos of cocaine dropped by Andrew Thornton. You might remember Andrew from the Bluegrass Conspiracy. I don't know. I don't know. And then there's a little note. I think it's editorial. It says, don't do drugs or you'll end up dead, brackets, and maybe stuffed like poor cocaine bear. Look, you could die, but I don't think you're going to end up stuffed. That's true, yeah. That's pretty unlikely. I'm going to look up the bluegrass conspiracy and see what it is. While you do that, I'll read this from Benson Made on Twitter. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Caught up on a lot of cinema this week. Plain, Ant-Man, Coke Bear. But the review I wanted to hear about uh, from you is Puss in Boots. The story is good. The comedy fits. John Mulaney is hilarious. Thoughts? Mason, specifically? Haven't seen it yet. It's terrific. Okay, then, It's probably one of the best, if not the best, movie in the Shrek franchise. It's really terrific. Uh, They change up the animation style, so it's a bit more like... 
dynamic and less Ooh. kind of realistic. It's got some wonderful little songs in it. Uh, Antonio Banderas is terrific. John Mulaney has mentioned the voice cast, uh, all in all, is is really fun. The new characters are good. The action is great. It's also about anxiety and panic attacks. Oh. The action sequence is good. The villain is really terrifying also. It's like a kid's villain. It's like, this is a bit spooky. I took my two-year-old daughter. Probably shouldn't have, but it was in the holidays. <laughs> to cocaine and bear. I, went, I took her to cocaine bear and I said, this could be you. Uh, and um, <laughs> Don't do drugs. <laughs> I know you don't know what drugs are yet. I went to drop her at daycare, but the daycare was closed. And I, mm. For whatever reason, I didn't get the email. I didn't check emails. And then um, and so I went, I, cause I, and then my son was with me when we were going to see Puss in Boots. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're all going to see Puss in Boots yeah. now, aren't we? Because I'm not doing another, I'm not planning a different thing. Right. And so, yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, it's on streaming now, Mason. So it's still in cinemas if you mm. do want to see it. Do you like the Shrek movies? Some of them. Then you'll like this. Should I watch The Bad Guys? That's on streaming as well. Bad Guys is good. Okay, I'll watch The Bad Guys. I like The Bad Guys. Okay, The the Bluegrass Conspiracy, James. Yeah. When Kentucky Blue Blood Drew Thornton, that's the guy in the plane, parachuted to his death in September 1985, carrying thousands in cash and 150 pounds of cocaine, the gruesome end of his startling life blew open a scandal that reached the most secret circles of the US government. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Click to read further. But I won't. But you won't? No, nah, that probably won't. Because the government and something, drug trafficking, yeah, yeah. et cetera. But maybe that's the sequel. Mm. Maybe that's – but, I mean, the thing about that is – There's no cocaine There's no cocaine bear, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need so to you'd come. have to add in like a like a secret government conspiracy to like cocaine all the bears. Yeah. You know? Second cocaine bear. Second, there was a second cocaine bear the whole time. <laughs> it was behind the grassy knoll. He's in this truck. <laughs> He's in a truck. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to read another email then? Not quite, but one day I will be. What Would you like me that? to read one? Yeah. This is from Wouldn't, Wouldn't You Like to Know on Twitter, hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod. Scammers are back in your comments. Uh, while I got you, can I be the official scammer pointer out of the podcast? Find and close this tweet. Uh, $10,000 redos to help seal the deal. It's not there. If it's not there, it means Twitter lost it. It would. Twitter's a very unreliable mm. at the moment and in general. Uh, so, yeah, people might have seen this, and it's most YouTube channels where there's a lot of comments that – Sort of look like me that are very clearly not. It's like mm. my avatar and it's Mr. Sunday Movies and a bunch of numbers or letters. I'm giving away PlayStation like I'm giving fives. away things or that's great. Why don't you message me and I'll give you a million dollars or whatever. That is, I mean, it's just I can't stop it. When I see it, I block it or report it. Mm. But it's just. It's a, it's a, it's, it's an, it's, it's I'd it's have a, to literally sit there all day and do it. It's, it's every channel as well. Yeah, it's every channel. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, yeah. So if you do see those, it is literally never me, but maybe one day it will be. Oh, no, see, but if what, I'm doing a giveaway, no, I would let you know mm. and I wouldn't do it like that. You wouldn't do any giveaways like that and you wouldn't want to interact with anyone. Those so, are two true yeah, and real if things. The only time you interact with people is when they say something stupid in the comments and you wreck them. So, <laughs> and then I mute it. So I yeah, never have to hear a response right. yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, here's an email from Nick, not Nick. me, a different guy. Nick, you're sending emails in. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're your Nick Mason. Yeah, different guy. Oh. Hi, guys. Long-time listener, first-time letterer. Prove it. Love the show. Me and my wife, Tilly, love listening weekly, and the show always helps us on our long road trips. Where are you going? Doesn't say. Oh. It's yeah. not you, is it? No. Okay, sorry. Go on. Currently driving from Newcastle to Tasmania on a baby moon. Wait a minute. Discussing baby names. Any thoughts? Well, first of all, you'd have to catch the ferry. From Victoria to Tasmania. So Maybe you're not doing did. the drive, are you? Unless you're doing laps of the boat in Maybe your Maybe they're doing laps of the boat. That's understandable. And if you are, we're happy to be your soundtrack to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so baby names. I say don't. Don't have a baby? Just, no, don't have a baby name. Leave it blank. Interesting. You could be one of those mysterious people with no name. Now, we don't know the gender of this baby, Doesn't so I no. recommend Charcoal Chicken because that could be anything. That's great, actually. Yeah. And they could shorten it to Charlie, which is good for a boy or a girl. Charlie Chicken. Charlie Chicken, that's right. (laughs) 
That's great. You put. <laughs> I was going to suggest some other stuff, but I think you've 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 nailed that. I've done that. it, haven't I? Works for any gender. Yep. It's delicious. Their middle name's Chicken, yep. which is funny. <laughs> no first name. Oh, Charlie Chicken. Charcoal Chicken. Oh, okay. Is it hyphenated? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> any other names? I mean, what name is better than Charcoal Chicken? Do you think there should be new names? People should be because whenever you see hear a new yep. name, it's like unusual. It's startling at first. And that's right. But then it becomes part of the public whatevers. Mm. Um, but I think there should be some new names. Let's get some new yeah, names. Yeah, Too yeah. many Jameses. Mm. Yeah. Great. Let's give it a rest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think my name, like in your name, yes. in the future will be like there'll be old guy names? Yeah, like uh, like um, Caracatus Potts or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What, not, some of these names like Gunther or whatever. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Dirk, cool names. Dirk Henderson. There'll or be names like Space James. Yes. You know? Yeah. NFT James. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's an opportunity. Yeah. James, yeah. If you see my YouTube comment from NFT James, that that one is, that one me is you, yeah. giving away NFTs That's right. for money. Anyway, we're glad to have provided your your child a name, Charcoal Chicken, <laughs> or Charlie, Chicken, or Charlie Chicken, sure. Charlie yeah. Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, anything else? Because that's my tweets. Ooh, let's find out. Let's find I bet out. I can find another one. All right. Uh, this is from Maddie. Oh, she says best or worst director's cut. Hey, guys, my boyfriend Drew and I have been a big fan of your YouTube page for years. I've recently started to listen to your podcast on my long commutes to work. That's and me. And I've gone all the way back to your 2020 episode about the best and worst director's cuts. Mm. I had to chime in about one of the most upsetting director's cuts I've ever seen, a Cinema Paradiso. This okay. film was introduced to me through my favorite professor in college when I took an Italian cinema course. I fell in love with this Mama film. Mia. And she gifted me her copy. Um, but that uh, that's she's one of the reasons I decided to become a teacher myself. But that's unimportant. I wanted to know if you've seen this cult classic or the director's cut. If not, you've got to watch it. Don't know anything about. Don't know this. anything about it. What are the specific? Are there any specifics? No, doesn't say. Uh. But what are the? But what are? Have we seen a, a recent director's cut that we? David Ayer is still banging on about the, the Suicide, the, the, the Squad, Suicide Squad Ayer cut. Like yeah. as, as 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 of this week. I mean, look, man, he made a movie and they ruined it or something. That's so true. I understand that, but yeah. um. Maybe he knows James Gunn, and maybe he'll get his. I don't think. I don't think they want he'll to be get doing, his revenge. I don't think they want to be doing it, releasing any cuts of anything recently. You know, I don't think they they're doing no, a new thing. exactly. Yeah, they don't want to be like they don't want people going. Remember oh, what's this the cinema suicide? Oh, squad it's Aquaman. Movie? It's it's Aquaman director's cut. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So no, I don't know that. Oh, I'm going to look up Cinema pa- 1988's Cinema Paradiso. Well, I recently watched ET. Which I'll probably talk about on suggestion. Oh, and is that? Did you watch the edited version? I didn't watch the edit, but I watched it because there's a there is a longer version with more scenes, and I watched that one. Yep, it is fucking incredible. By the way, it's just a really good movie. Would you kick ET or not? Yeah, yeah, but I would. Would you watch that ET sequel where ET goes back to his home planet? There's a bunch of ETs. Uh, it's a book, but not a yeah. It's a book. There's that, and there's also Spielberg was going to make one and had evil ETs in it. Yeah, and there's also like a Verizon commercial from like three years ago where ET comes back and he's like, Elliot, I'm back and. (laughs) And I've, I've got NFTs, I've, yeah, I've ET got... NFTs. <laughs> Now's probably the best time for you to get in. Mm. These are only going to increase in value. Would you watch a, a movie version of that 101 Dalmatian sequel where they're all, they can all talk and they've got magic powers? Yes. Yes, I But no. But also what I think is interesting mm-hmm. about that, yes. I think ET, it's so... It's so of its era mm. and it's feel, it's so real. That's why they need NFTs to add to it, to modernize That's true. it. Yeah. But like it's so like the like the, the locations that were shot and just the I don't know, 
I know we talked about it earlier, but they pick up a like, mug. Yeah, like people in a room. People in a and room. And the house is just so real and everything mm. just it feels so tactile. That's and why real. I like the and first the Ghostbusters. It's yeah, so I, gross. Yeah, it's a shame that the rest of the Ghostbusters is utter dog shit. But um, and so Spielberg, Spielberg was going to make a sequel in the 80s and I'm, I'm glad he didn't. Because like I watched it as a kid and I liked it enough, but seeing it again recently, it's fucking incredible. It's such a fucking good movie. Would you say it's a love letter to cinema? No, it's just a pretty good movie. It's just a Mason. good movie, right? Yeah. Exactly. It makes me want to watch The Fablemans. There you go. Yeah. Well, see, the movie Cinema Paradiso, yeah. Salvatore, a famous film director, returns to his hometown for the funeral of the local theatre's film projectionist, Alfredo. He reminisces about his life as a young boy falling in love with cinema. He's so this sounds, so like a love, sounds like a love letter. I'm going to Google movies that are a love letter to cinema. Mm, you're going to get that one, that Scorsese one set in a train station or whatever. You go. Yeah. No. No? I'll never watch that. <laughs> I watched Scorsese it. Scorsese knows what he did. <laughs> He's, he, he alluded to being involved in Joker somehow, and he wasn't, and I'll forever hate him for that. You know what's interesting? That um, La La Land, there you go, Ed yeah. Wood, mm-hmm. Be Kind Rewind, Hail Caesar, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Artist. I feel like, and I do generally like movies like this, but there is a part of me when oh, they're we just like, talking about Hail Caesar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's there, a great. That's good. There is a part of me when, like, I see something like Babylon, for example, which I haven't seen, which apparently might be okay in some of it. But like, there is a big part of me where they're like, "Remember the golden age of Hollywood and look at all the glitz and glamour." And like, there's a big part of me that's like, "This has nothing to do with me, and I don't care." Right. It feels really self indulgent for people who give a shit about this mm. era of like Hollywood and these like filmmakers, and I don't. Mm. Uh, but you know, more often than not, I, I can enjoy something like that. But it does feel very like, "Who are these for?" These movies. Would you watch a love letter to podcasting? Yes, I would. like the Zach Braff show. Yes, yeah. Alex Inc. That show that I love. Yeah, I yes. love that show that I definitely watched. That mm. again was made specifically for people like me, and I still didn't watch it. <laughs> a guy who has a podcast business because mm. I love business. We all love, and it. that's why it's the perfect time to invest in my NFTs, Mason. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let you get in from the ground up. That's how so- much money you got on you. Or around you. A couple of bucks, probably. Mm, I'll need a bit more than that, but we'll okay. talk about should it Should we after. walk to an ATM? <laughs> yeah. yeah the, down the street? That's a great idea, actually. Mm. Anyway, you got anything else or should we wrap it up? I think that's the whole show. Great stuff, Mason. That's right. Check what's coming out next week. But go on while you do the wrap up. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. You're welcome, it. Mason. Happy uh, to do it. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for telling your friends about the podcast. Mm. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. Because that's how we get new listeners. They can look at the reviews and they go, love it. Wow, this is good. Or maybe they don't They don't read the reviews, but they probably see the star rating. Probably see the star and they go, that's true. Mm. Uh, so this one is from Big Booty Music Nerd. I love it. Uh, by the way, you can just do this in app, whatever app you're listening to. That's right. Five stars. It said, the best people I've never met. Been listening for five years now. These two goofballs are part of my daily life and I oh, love what? hearing their jokes and stories on the show. Two great guys sharing some great laughs. It's true. This is from Kane Nielsen, who says five stars also. If you like uh, if you like this, listen to Cinema A Lifestyles by Colton Nielsen. So funny. But I found another podcast that's really similar and it's uh, and it's called A Cinema's Lifestyle. Colton Nielsen does it, uh, he's amazing, and it's very uh, it's very similar to this. And that's from Ken Nielsen. I, I don't know whether they're related <laughs> or the same person. Mm. But if you want to sneak in a little promo oh, to yourself yeah. or something else. Doesn't affect us at all. Just give us the – I only want the star rating. We just rating. need the star rating. Nobody, nobody, we're the only people that have ever read these It reviews, can say so. blah, blah, goo, goo, ga, ga. That's right. I'm a baby. Anyway, this 
that podcast sounds like a real love letter to cinema. Anyway, I, I looked it that. up. It, uh, it's I haven't had it hasn't had an episode in a while, but um, okay. it does exist, mm. and you can check that out if you are so inclined. Uh, that's right. Did we hear back from the guy who wrote it and said he did a podcast and then didn't tell us the podcast? No, he an didn't absolute king move, by the way. <laughs> sure, just incredible. Mm. What else, Mason? Uh, folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com or you can go to our Facebook page, Twitter, Twitter stuff, all this, all Twitter this, stuff. All this stuff. Uh, if you want to follow some people, you can follow. First, you follow Rob Collings. He's at Raw Collings. He edits this podcast. The he first might, person to follow. Edits videos. He does all sorts of crazy, crazy stuff. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. He's also at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's where you get all your Weekly Planet updates and news and so forth. He's not wrong. He tells only the truth. That's right. Uh, you can follow me uh, at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and at Nick Mason on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. You know, I'm going to give a shout out to Weekly Planet posters. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we sometimes forget to do that, but that's just Chris. He's just a guy. We don't know him. We've never met that's him. That's just Chris. Just Mason, Chris. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he makes funny posters based on stupid things we say. That's true. Uh, even, our, um, even our movie commentaries. That's right. There was one this week, and I'm glad he he, he made the poster and he provided a little context with a clip um, where we, we talked about we, – we, we He's inv- taking paywall things and putting them out in the public. That's right. Let's we get him arrested. Him. We should sue him and get him arrested. <laughs> But it's uh, it's a, a little um, a little movie called Megatron uh, doesn't want to get brunch, but then he'll get brunch. And I'm glad he put the clip in because I would have forgotten we said that. And it was that was from that wasn't from a show. No, that was from Ant Man. Our Ant Man commentary, I think. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so follow him also. Good, great posters. I will. Uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies to chuck in a buck or an amount you ping. would not miss. You can ping it right in. Ping. Uh, or you can go to BigSandwich.co, sign up for nine US dollars per month, and you get bonus podcast, movie commentaries, early videos, ad-free podcast feed. That's Have a great amazing. time. It is amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also get T-shirts at tpublic.com, search for The Weekly Planet, and thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rack and Prolo musical themes. Next week is Creed, maybe, or Scream? Creed 3. No, then it's Scream the week okay. after. Yeah, right. which I'm really excited for. Okay. Both of those, actually. Yeah. Uh, look, it's Cream month, folks. It certainly is. Cream, There's Creed something else. and Scream. I've just got the list here. And also the same week as Scream, 65. Oh, yeah, okay. And then the week after that, it's Shazam. And then it's just movies for the rest of our lives. Oh my god! This is a- then it's John Wick three. And the week after that, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god! The week god. after that, it's the movie Air, which I know you've been looking to, looking forward to. No, I haven't. I don't look. Or the Pope's all. Exorcist. Oh yeah, with Russell Crowe. Uh, and Crow. also the same week as the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I'm super looking forward to. Um, then it's like there's like Evil Dead and oh my god, New happening. Evil Dead. Yeah. Then there's Guardians. It's just a then there's Fast Eight or Ten or whatever oh the fuck god. we're up to. Yeah. A, it's just Fast 8 again. We feel you didn't appreciate it last time, so we're bringing it back. No, we won't release 10 until everybody watches this one and say they thought it was good. <laughs> They're not going to release 9 again? They're going to release yep, eight, 8 and, and t- 8 and then 10. They feel 8 was underappreciated. That's fine with me. Do you remember the bit where Statham puts a little set of earmuffs on a baby and then he shoots everybody? You didn't appreciate that enough. I so appreciate that was a good bit. Not you, other people. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But I don't have to see it again. No, though. you do have to see it again. Fucking hell. Because if you don't see it again, and we've, we've got to spread the word otherwise. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got a tweet here that's come up and said, Bo Baxter, who says, should I watch Inhumans again at Mr. Sunday Movies? No. No, don't do that. I'm going to write that now. Yeah, don't, don't do that. That's not worth it. No. And you're in the podcast. <laughs> that's nice. That's Thanks, everyone. Thank that's you it. very much. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you. Next week. Oh, I met two listeners. I was in the city. Two the listeners? Day. I met two listeners on Burke Street in the span of like 
two minutes. They didn't even know each other. They didn't even know each other. Fletcher. Sure wasn't the same person walking around the block with a mustache. No. Oh, hello, aren't you Nick Mason from the podcast? Oh, my God. Yeah. They did have fake sounding names. I've never met anybody. Yeah, that's it's right. interesting. We never left the house. So now you know my family and these two people. Yeah, yeah. Fletcher and I think maybe Jonathan. Mm. Mm. Interesting stuff. That's right. Great. Thank you for saying hello to Mason and not beating him up, which would be your natural inclination. Yeah, and you're right to do so. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.